1: And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Halfway through October, it is the
0: 15th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Pennsylvania is at the start of the fall resurgence of COVID 19. The health secretary said Wednesday, urging residents once more to take steps for prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wednesday marked the ninth consecutive day that Pennsylvania's daily case count surpassed 1,000, though some of the increased caseload is due to expanded testing, hospitalization, and test positivity rates are also rising. Uh, that indicates increase in viral spread, Dr. Rachel Levine said at a news conference. Pennsylvania is more prepared to handle the influx than it was in the spring, and state officials have no plans to impose another statewide stay-at-home order or a broad-based business shutdown at this time, Levine said. Health officials reported 1,276 more people tested positive for the virus, bringing the statewide total to nearly 176,000 since the beginning of the pandemic. The state reported 27 new deaths, uh, raising the death toll to 8,411. The department is seeing significant increase in the number of COVID-19 cases among younger age groups, particularly 19 to 24 years old. Mask wearing is still required in all businesses and whenever leaving home. Consistent mask wearing is critical to preventing the spread of COVID-19, the health department said. Says, Wash your hands frequently and continue to social distance, they added.
3: There was a thing, a report that came out yesterday that showed how substantially um, that aspect of washing your hands after coming out of the bathroom, the bathroom, oral fecal contamination. Okay. I know it's disgusting, but that is apparently way up uh, on the list. So,
0: and to I w- keep things from spreading? Yeah, okay. yeah. And I'm like, oh, because well, I love the taste of
2: poop. Well, you should be washing your hands after leaving the bathroom. I mean, i it's kind
3: of a thing, isn't
2: it? Pierre used yeah. to give me such a hard time, and now I'm like, I just look, and I'm like, see? <laughs> like, I'm not going to say that, but, like, <laughs>
3: told you. I, I know. You know, you, you do you, as you say, but I, to me, it's always been important to get that residual fecal
2: matter yeah, off my hands. to get the... S off your hands.
0: (laughs) What about urine? Is that okay? Can you pee all over your hands? I think you can. Okay. I think it's good for jellyfish bites, (laughs) I've heard. Yes. It's supposed to help.
2: Uh, Wait, and does that actually help or did we figure out that if you're on they go back they and it. forth
0: about it. I think it's a, a joke, actually, right, just, okay. you know, <laughs> to add insult to injury. You're stinging and now somebody's pissing on your leg or whatever. So. I hear that if you take a dump on someone's head, if they're having a migraine. <laughs> that'll work Let's twice. try because I'm yeah. still getting over one. Right Are you now. really? I'll okay. do anything. You can dump on my head if it'll fix his headache. Yeah.
2: Uh, So, yeah, so they're seeing an increase in cases, and basically they're just reminding people to make sure that you're doing the things that they're asking. Mayor, uh, wear the mask, wash your hands, and social distance. A gas station employee is fighting for his life after a quadruple shooting on Wednesday night in southwest Philadelphia. It happened about 7 o'clock. Police say a 28-year-old man who was an employee of the gas station was shot eight times throughout his body. He's currently listed in critical condition at an area hospital. He was still working and was still inside the garage when some sort of argument took place that escalated and led to the shooting. Shooting, said Chief Inspector Scott Small. Three other men were injured in the shooting. All three victims are listed in stable condition at this time. Police say they found as many as 15 bullet casings, most of them right outside the garage. More casings were found behind the gas station on the 6900 block of Theodore Street. The quadruple shooting is the latest in the out-of-control gun violence running rampant across the city. No arrests have been made at this time, but anyone with information about this shooting is asked to contact police. Since Sunday evening, $1.6 million in jackpots has been awarded at the Hard Rock and Casino in Atlantic City. Wow! The latest yeah. winner is an, an Atlantic County resident and local plumbing and HVAC contractor named James. He hit a one point three million dollar royal flush mega jackpot on ultimate Ultimate Texas Hold'em with a five dollar progressive bet, becoming an instant millionaire. Wow. It is surreal to have hit one point three million dollar jackpot, especially because playing cards is a little different than laying pipes, said James.
0: Um, so he hit the progressive on the on the table. So what does that mean? Explain so that. It's a, it's a side bet that you can do a lot of times right case like a yeah. dollar an extra bet and-, and
4: honestly if it was like anything else i would have like kind of been looking at it sideways like okay so they're they're stacking this to try and get more people back into casinos but this is a card game this is a table right. game right you yeah. yep. this Just to is rig like- that no. You can't. You can't. You can It's yeah. It's totally luck and, and good for this guy. Yeah.
2: We plan to take care of our family, put money away for our kids, and my wife deserves a nice trip, he said. Yeah. Hard Rock told 6ABC an additional jackpot of $90,000 was won by a maze landing resident playing Blazing Sevens on Monday. And on Sunday, two people won big on the slot machine jackpots. Won over $168,000 on the dollar storm slot and $80,000 worth of winnings on the double gold slot machine. So
0: it's like this side bed, Steve. It's like an extra buck or whatever played uh, you know yeah uh like uh caribbean stud or anything like that in a long time so so you're at the table you're all playing and you'll see these numbers adding up you know you could win this amount and it's like you would really regret it if you pulled the right hand and you didn't put that extra buck (laughs) in. so it's just a yeah sure what the hell but if everybody's doing it it adds up to big money for the casino over time is it sort of like the equivalent of a like a like a prop bet
3: yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a little a bit. Like,
4: like so, in, in blackjack, you can lay down a side bet that you are going to have the same up card as the what's hmm. up card uh, right. as the dealer, right? Okay. And, and so it's similar to that, but it's you have to hit like a royal flush, which yeah, is the, like you're not going to hit a royal flush, right? right? The, the odds are pretty.
0: The odds are pretty astronomical that you'll hit it. So well, this that's threw,
4: pretty cool then. if, yeah, it's yeah. That, if
0: it's that you just on, on an off chance.
2: Yeah, he threw down five bucks and then wow. won the million bucks. Yeah, wow. good for him. All right, let's do sports this morning. Oh!
0: yummy. Ah,
2: the f*** is that? The league championship series continued in baseball last night in the National League. The LA Dodgers scored 11 runs in the first inning that set a record on their way to a 15-3 game three win over the Atlanta Braves. The 11 runs topped 10 run innings by four other teams. The 2019 St. Louis Cardinals, 2002 Los Angeles Angels, 1968 Detroit Tigers, and the 1929 Oakland Athletics for the most in any inning in postseason history. The Braves now lead the series two games to one and game four is tonight. The first pitch is set for eight 08. In the American League, the Houston Astros avoided elimination by beating the Tampa Bay Rays 4-3. to The Rays are still up in that series, three games to one, and game five is tonight at five zero seven in San Diego. And the Union and D.C. United tied last night in Washington. Mark McKenzie and Anthony Fontana each scored one goal, and the visiting Union earned a 2-2 draw against D.C. The Union are unbeaten in their last three games, and they're back at it on Monday with a match in New England against the Revolution. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: Alright, thank you very much, Kathy. So, here we- we are Thursday morning, all set to go. We have some stuff for you. We got a couple of guests on the program. Uh, comedian Steve Burns is going to be joining us. Uh, he has got a movie called Opening Act that's going to be released in theaters and a video on demand tomorrow. Steve's great. He's been in the studio a bunch of times. He's a Pittsburgh native, if I recall. He's great, yeah. yeah. And
3: he's been telling us about this movie since 2018, I think. He's been yeah. working on it. So yeah. it's
0: been sort of a. Uh, Lifelong dream, and it's getting very good reviews. Uh, so we'll have uh, Steve on the show around 9 o'clock. Before that, information about uh, the Philadelphia AIDS Walk coming up. It is a virtual event, as you can imagine, this year. Most everything is. And uh, so our good friends, uh, Carrie Filer bender and uh, uh, Rob Richards-Reichert, I'm sorry, you're going to be uh, joining us this morning. So we'll talk to those guys, see what's going on for uh, the AIDS Walk, which, of course, is a huge event and a big, big tradition here in Philadelphia. Um, we have some stuff that we can give away at some point today, and we'll just, you know, hang out. We'll do, yeah, a th- chill. We'll do the Thursday thing. Yeah, tonight. man. Like yeah. That.
5: It's right, bro. Yeah. All right. It's pre-sad, bro. Yeah. All right. Pre-sad, bro. Pre-sad. Right. It's yeah. not
0: Friday. Pre-sad, bro. Pre-sad, it's bro. Sad, it's bro. Thursday.
6: So like we got that. that going for us,
0: which is nice. All right. So uh, let's <laughs> take a break. Come back in a second, and we'll do some giveaways. Interesting, stupid question for you. And uh, some entertainment stories to roll through as we begin the day. We'll be right back.
1: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR Facebook, Twitter, you know the usual places.
0: Are you in love? Ready to get engaged? We'll visit Steven Singer Jewelers, the diamond experts. I hate dot com.
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show
0: podcast. Today's stupid question prize is a $50 gift card to Nabraza. And the question I have for you, see if you can figure this one out. What song spent the longest amount of time at number one during the 1980s? This is on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. So the Billboard number one, number one. What, what song spent the longest amount of time Huh? at number one, 215-263-WMMR? We'll go through some birthdays while waiting for an answer. Today is Thursday, October fifteenth. Vanessa Marcell from uh, The Rock, Beverly Hills, nine to two one zero, Las Vegas
3: was in a relationship with uh, Brian Austin Green that was in the news recently. She had less than flattering things to say about him, but there have been. She was also in a relationship with Corey Feldman, so you take that what it's worth. Yeah, okay, take that. Definitely take that. That might sully your impression of her opinion.
0: She's fifty two. Emerald Lagasse, bam. Is sixty uh, one today. So, I was a huge fan of his. He, he, he was
3: the first of the second generation of what I, what I would consider celebrity chefs. He's the Food Network, right? Right. Right, guy. right. Yeah. So yeah. So there had been, you the know, your, Gourmet and Julia Child, right, right. and, and a few of the others, but he was the first one to gain traction,
0: yes, right? Uh, uh, with the Food, food Network, yeah, yeah. And he became the, the star. Guy. He yeah. was. He was his. His wealth and fame was just massive as far as celebrity chefs go. And you
3: know who gave him a lot of crap? Anthony Bourdain. And then he retracted all of that once he hung with him. I believe and it. And he actually issued a, um, he said, I've been very uh, wrong
0: about his impact on okay. on uh, cooking. Don't do you still
2: have restaurants? That's
0: a good question. I would imagine he does. Uh, but I, I can't verify that, Kathy. He doesn't do the... You know, the
3: he TV does kangaroo yoga, Preston. I, yeah. uh, yeah.
0: I see him on uh, commercials. Like he'll do those
8: paid endorsements that are like a half hour long. What do they yeah. call infomercials? Yeah yeah, 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 And so uh, I don't—it's you know, it's some air fryer or whatever that he's selling. I, I ate one fire. of his restaurants.
0: I ate at one of his restaurants in New Orleans, uh, the Commander, and it was fantastic.
2: There was one in Orlando too.
0: Okay, he's sixty-one today. Sarah Ferguson, the former Duchess of York, huh. is also sixty-one years old today. She uh, so she was with uh, Prince. Andrew, yes? Yeah, yeah. I believe that's who it was. Who is not on good grounds with the yeah. royal family these days. No, there's all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, there. Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. Uh, Tanya Roberts, the actress, Charlie's Angels, Beastmaster. Yeah. yeah!
4: I was looking for the dar call to the... And <laughs> He was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. I like caca better. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: C-caw. laughs> uh Eagle. She had the most stunning blue eyes.
3: Uh, and a rocking body. Yeah, she's, she, she's she was probably woman. the best um, physique-wise of all the Charlie's Angels. Um, she was long considered the Meryl
0: Streep
4: of the Charlie's Angels. Yeah.
0: Uh, that seventy show as well, yeah. she was on there. She, well,
4: she wasn't on Charlie's Angels for the duration, right? She, no, no. Okay. at the ass end. She was later. Yeah. Okay,
0: 65 today. Uh, Larry Miller. I love Larry Miller. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I not only love his his comedic... Movie roles, but I love his stand-up. I his stand-up's I just, great. I dug his delivery. Uh, Pretty Woman, Nutty Professor 1 and two, Ten Things I Hate About You, Necessary Roughness.
3: His,
8: Best chill. His
0: humor can can sit
3: right between yeah. the words because he'll do these things like...
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, these little face
0: And that's what I loved about his stand-up. He would go...
8: He's not in Best in Show for very long. He's really oh. only in that scene when they visit him. But uh, you know, getting his son out of the, off the garage, and room. he
3: he's a, he's like a crisis cat, you know, yeah. negotiator. They all jump.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, I got a little secret for you. <laughs> yeah, he talks about this one
0: guy jumps off, heads hits a gargoyle, pops off like a grape, body flying around like a whirly gig, smashed right down on the ground. He's in the He's supposed to talk these people out of jumping. Uh, and plus, the way he just is all over. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Uh, O'Hara. Oh, my God. So he's 67 today, Larry Miller. Um, Eric Benet, uh, who is an R&B singer, also Halle Berry's ex. He is 54 years old today. I remember that. Yeah, so she was with uh, the baseball player and
4: David Justice. David Justice.
0: she's, She's been very unlucky in love. It's also Tito Jackson's birthday today. Tito, Tito celebrate with He celebrates his sixty uh, seventh birthday today. You're my favorite Tito. I always forget amongst the the rest of the Jackson Five, who was who and who played guitar. Was it Tito or was it? Marlon? It was Eddie Van Jackson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not really your brother. He was really good. I've forgotten, man. All right. Anyway, you know, when you're outshined yeah. by, by Michael, it's hard to keep track of everybody else in the family. Linda Lavin of the television show Alice is 83 years old today. She had a series uh, a year, two
3: years ago. And is it was, she? yeah, she was the nudgy mom and okay. she was very funny
0: but it kind of came and went all right uh jim palmer the baseball hall of fame pitcher
3: best known
8: for his underwear head right the jockey underwear yeah. modeling
0: that's correct i He's...
8: just heard him do like uh, two innings and um his recall on baseball stories from his era was was really impressive wow. he was, it was some national broadcast but they they brought him on and he just told one great baseball story after another it was really uh it was cool uh, historical perspective uh he is
0: seventy five today. Richard Carpenter of the Carpenter's brother of uh the late Karen Carpenter uh wrote a lot of the music and um, They were really... I mean
3: listen, her their version of Song for You, the the um god Leon Russell song yes. mm-hmm. is so good. I mean they were they were really legitimate, but um it, it I mean it was very, you know, milk toasty
0: music. Incredibly light music. But her voice. Yeah. Just flawless. And she was a drummer.
5: Uh she was. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. Thought she was a singer. <laughs> no, she
4: was a dancer okay. actually. But, no, she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Thanks, oh my god. god. There's, oh, a, uh, yeah. there's a there's uh, a contemporary singer now. Her name is called uh her name, her is, name is called, called. <laughs> What is your name called? My name <laughs> is called Casey. What is your name called? <laughs> <laughs> her name is Rumor and she sounds very, very, very much like Karen Carpenter, Carpenter these wow, days. No, okay. yeah. Well, that's a very rich voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her her name, that's is her called. name is called.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. She's 74 today. The defiant. My name is called Justice. Uh, Paige Davis of Trading Spaces is uh, 51 today. We always dug her. Yeah, yeah. We had her on for had, the reboot. Had a bit of a crush on her. And, yeah. uh, and of course, we, my wife and I were on. Uh, trading spaces, and uh, she was, just, she, she, was your cat- own. she was standoffish. Actually. She was, Very yeah. standoffish. But... I
2: follow her on Instagram. She still looks really good.
0: Mm. She's 51 today. And then the last birthday, Chris DeBerg. Lady in red he's
2: dancing with me. And
0: also, don't forget, don't pay the ferryman. Man. That was the second hit. That was an MTV uh, so darling. Lady in red was covered by... Um, I think it was covered by him. I think it was originally done by... Uh, Iglesias. Was it or was I, it the other way around? I, you know what? I, I don't know. Okay. I did was you like find Christ- out, Nick? Lady in Red by... Uh,
3: Never seen you looking so lovely as you did last night.
0: Yeah, that was the... Uh, Julio Iglesias. Julio Iglesias.
3: Never version. seen you shine so bright. Uh, you were amazing. <laughs> uh, he it wrote
8: it. Berg wrote it. I forget oh, what, which, right. which one of you guys said which. So. Okay,
0: yeah. Uh, so he, it's his song... <laughs> God damn it! Leave him alone. <laughs> Back off. Christopher. Is I'm tired of talking about it. <laughs> 72. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. What song spent the longest amount of time at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in the 1980s? Two one five two six three. WMMR, and I am going to go to Rich for the answer. Hey, Rich.
7: Good morning. How are you?
0: Wonderful, Rich. Do you know the answer? What song it is?
7: Physical by Olivia, Olivia Newton John. You got oh it. Oh my yeah. God! What
0: a horrible song. Uh-huh. And I want to say that was an early '80s hit, like 1980 or '81, somewhere around get that time.
5: physical.
0: Yeah. And it actually kind of launched a an exercise uh, craze. Especially the uh, the wardrobe. Yeah. You remember, they're all wearing that brightly colored uh, spandex crap. Yeah. All right. It was 1981. Nick just pulled up the information here. So it was on. It spent 10 weeks at oh, number Jesus. one. Wow. Man, two and a half months. Alright, since you got that right, Rich, we are gonna give you a $50 gift card for Nebraza open for curbside pickup and indoor outdoor dining, serving a full 15 Brazilian meat service with a dedicated server to each table. Details at Nebraza.com and it's courtesy of Fast and Furious Spy Racers Rio, exclusively on Netflix. Let's
5: get physical, physical. <laughs> I wanna get
3: physical. Let's oh my god. Get into physical.
8: Let me hear your body talk. Your body talk. Let me hear your body talk. <laughs> <laughs> What's your
5: body saying? It's saying it has to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> Little tidbit of information that Nick pulled up about this, the song's guitar solo performed by Steve Lukather. Oh my god, from Toto. <laughs> yeah. So that that guy once again, yeah. you know, they they played on everything. the, the back in the nineteen eighties. They were the, the go to studio guys, especially him on guitar. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that was perfect timing with the fart, by the way. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah I did. Oh, yeah. yeah that was excellent. Casey uh, of play uh, play the fart. Um so we'll start with some musical information. The 2020 Billboard Music Awards were last night, hosted by Kelly Clarkson. I I was I just turned it on as a fluke. Oh, really? And caught the the beginning. That chick can sing, man. She
3: can. I didn't grab that clip because I didn't know if anyone cared. But she they did Higher Love.
0: Yeah. Which oh, really? I, I'm reading this story. It says you know they did a rendition of Whitney Houston's Higher Love. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Whitney, but I, I had to look it up. But yeah. Whitney Houston did a cover of oh. that. But of course, it's um, Steve, Winwood. Steve Winwood that wrote it and had the huge hit with. Yeah. I assume he wrote it. Um, but uh, yeah, she was. I'm, I'm always impressed when I when I catch her singing. She has a um, a, a voice
3: that can handle rock no problem. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she's
0: really good. So they did it at the Dolby Theater in L. A. And of course, it's uh, mid the pandemic, so the festivities were different. There was no red carpet or audience. There's um, one
3: person out there.
0: Uh, she did, that was
3: very good.
0: <laughs> she did that song with uh, Pentatonics and Sheila E. Uh, playing timbales and her you know percussion setup. It was pretty cool. Uh, Post Malone had a whopping sixteen nominations. On his heels was Kanye West, who was up for nine prizes.
3: Post Malone again is another guy who's legitimately a a a, a rock. It? He's a music, music lover. Yeah, and yeah. he is, and he did that whole. Remember, he did that whole Nirvana tribute. Yeah, and it was really good. Yeah,
0: I love seeing. I love seeing the cross format. Love. I love like people, Machine Gun Kelly. I love people who can go and 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 go through and and flow through these different formats of yeah. music and show that they have respect for all different levels of music. It's it's impressive. I like it. Uh, so yeah, he uh, ended up post Malone ended up being triumphant. He grabbed. Top artist and top male artist, and seven other awards. Billboard's <laughs> predicated on record sales, right? It's the direct. It's the yeah. direct. So you know Whatever. if you're
3: going to get it.
0: Yeah. So he ended up taking home nine uh, altogether. Billie Eilish won, uh, also one big snagging top female artist and top Billboard 200 album. I think we have some clips. Let's do a little bit of a uh, post Malone. Yes. All right. So is this his performance? This no, it's just him just accepting.
3: Okay. Here <laughs> we
4: go. I'm not a man of many words, as you know. Uh, last time. I think I accepted an award. I said I love grapes, and I would like to uh,
3: just uh, ac- accentuate that statement because I still do, and I very much do. Thank
4: you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Stay strong, and um, just spread love everywhere you go. Thank you very much.
0: I love that. He loves grapes. He loves grapes. I do too. I mean, I would imagine somewhere in the food Industry that grapes do an ad campaign. Come on. Oh How can I yeah, yeah. not be yeah. recruited not? for that? <laughs> and have little grapes with tattoos on their faces. <laughs> uh, Billy, uh, that's actually perfect. Like dude, right. the California, Raisins, the California they can do, races. They can do grapes with yes. tattoos on their faces. Post Malone grapes. It writes itself. Uh, all right, this is Billy Eilish for Best Female Artist. Oh,
4: my God. This is so nuts. Thank you so much, Billboard.
0: You, could, you deserve, it. No, oh. deserve it. No. You deserve it. It's just, you know. Her? Yeah. Oh, I, my God. I, I like her, but but the whole, it's okay to be really excited. But, you know. Okay, anyway.
4: Thank you to all the women that have come before me and paved my way. Um, I love you.
9: Please vote. Please wear a mask. Please wash your hands. Be safe. Take care. Thank you, good boy.
1: I wonder if she
0: right. ever gets really excited because her whole tenor is very low. She has had is. depression issues.
1: Oh, she, okay. Yeah,
2: so
0: she's had those those sorts of things.
2: You can never tell by her music. It, it,
3: it wears thin on me. And Yeah, Kathy, she'll pop out. I think she's on um, like an Amy Winehouse level of like she. She, she did a song, a new song. It's off her new album that's very torch-songy, Preston, and very well done. I mean, she's good, and yeah. her brother's really good. Yeah, so I, I think she's,
4: the- she's got a lot of um, tools in her tool shit. Kathy- oh, on- sorry. I, I was going to ask if you, if you listened to her uh, 007 song. It's Did great. Because it just got released like uh, last week.
2: Oh, I don't know. Okay. I may have heard it. It is I,
4: super I, duper depressing.
2: I just, I think all of her, I, listen, she's got a good voice, yeah. but a lot of her stuff sounds the same. A <laughs> because lot of the stuff also... is,
0: is barely almost alive.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, she does do that. It's, it's very, very, very low key.
5: I saw
2: her on with. I want to rock. I saw her on with Ellen once and you know how Ellen is. And she, yeah. I forget if she tried to scare her or like one of one of Ellen's things and like she just was like yeah eh, eh, yeah." (laughs) the guy burst out of that how many times
3: how many times can they do that bursting out of the table thing before you know
0: don't you get
2: but she gets every everyone is because not every she doesn't do it to everybody so the people she does do it to they all get scared
0: you know what I guess in a world also that is filled with uh pop princesses that are whoa Yeah. Like that, you know, there's there's room for somebody who's doing it a little bit different. So. Right. All right, anyhow, um, what else did I want to mention? Uh, we also have a clip on Vogue apparently did a... Uh, 25th fifth reunion. Reuniting. Was it all of them? Because sometimes there's I, only three of them. I don't know. It's, I think it
3: was the whole collective, Preston. Everybody, uh, including... We're looking at all the original members. Video.
0: No, is it it's three only or three. Four? It's okay. only three. So, so oh, one of them's missing. Ringo wasn't anymore. there.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, here's a clip.
0: I used to, I worked in Top 40 Radio when they were hot. And so I used to know every one of their names. Oh, did you?
10: Yeah.
0: There's Maxine and Dawn. I remember those two. I thought this was a pretty badass song. It's a great song. And it's it's got a rock edge to it, too, so... All right, well, anyhow, the Billboard uh, Awards were last night.
4: We do have a little bit of... uh, Because I'm... Kind of curious now I want to hear the Higher Kelly, love? Yeah. uh Kelly Clarkson Higher Love. Oh, okay.
11: And try to see falling behind. What could be a
0: All right, we spent enough time on the pop music. Program. Enough now. This is MMR, right? Let's go okay. back to the rock. rock. Yeah, rock, rock. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna dive into some non-musical stories here. Christian Bell, rolls set for the rock. Kristen Bell is uh, standing by Dax Shepard following his revelation that he slipped up after 16 years of sobriety. They were on the Ellen DeGeneres show yesterday. We uh, Oh, it's clip of Palooza today. Yeah. We have a clip of her speaking about this. So here we go.
6: Everybody's up against their own demons. Sometimes it's anxiety and depression. Sometimes it's substance abuse. And the thing I love most about Dax is, A, that he was able to tell me and tell us and say, we need a different plan, right? Like, we have a plan. If he gets a, if he has to take medication for any reason, I have to administer it. But he was like, so we need a stronger plan. I was faltering, and I have to do some sort of emotional work to figure out why I wanted to use again.
0: And she applauded so, her, her hubby for being up front with her and her daughters about the relapse. Uh, she said that he is also addicted to growth and evolving which has made his recovery easier. So. so at least he was able to blame them. And then
3: <laughs> <laughs> we need. Hey, you guys need to step up
0: here. Uh, I think these guys are going to be just fine. No, they, they will. They, they, yeah, okay. they, they support each other really, really well. You don't I, think so?
4: I, well, I worry because his initial addiction, uh, when he got sober, was not opiates. It was alcohol and cocaine, and opiates are a whole different animal. So I, 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 there is legitimate concern on, on my end for okay. for him. Okay. Well, we hope for the best. You know, yep. Of course I do. Yep.
0: Uh, Kate Hudson, Zoe Saldana, uh, Dakota Fanning, Katy Perry, Mindy Kaling, Michelle Monahan, and several others are stripping down to their skitties to raise funds for breast cancer. Uh, they are taking part in a social media campaign which was launched by Kit Undergarments, brainchild of stylist Jamie Mizrahi, Mizrahi and Simone Harouche. Uh, give that man a Haroosh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a harouche out of that bastard. For every purchase made this month, the brand will donate 5% of sales to the Women's Cancer Research Fund. So for every post of a woman, of of a person in their line of underwear with a hashtag, uh, kits to cancer, they'll donate a dollar. So they're all getting on board. Yeah. Did you see Zoe Saldana? I did.
5: Oh, Oh.
3: (laughs) I did now. She's beautiful, uh, and she's so good in um, in those you know for genre people. She's just phenomenal. All, in all those roles, things. yeah. This this disease and this uh, this you know I mean, there's a lot of uh, attraction that's being made on it, but it's just uh, uh, you know it, it, like there's prostate cancer for guys and then breast cancer, and uh, you know they're, they're they're getting better at treating it, but it's just a. It's obviously a horrific thing. Yeah.
0: So the uh, Women's Cancer Research Fund supports research, education, outreach, and development of more effective approaches in the early diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of women's cancers. Um, let me see here. Kate Hudson. I thought this was kind of fun. Kate Hudson's on-screen romances may look perfect, but sometimes they are far from photo-ready, uh, she reveals. On uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, Goop podcast, the 41-year-old said, honestly... Like, I haven't had the best kissers. She said, I feel like I should have had better ones. The thing is, every time I kiss Matthew McConaughey, it's like there's something happening, and there's snot or wind. Uh, At the end of Fool's Gold, she said, in the ocean, we had the plane crash, and he just had snot all over his face. Oh, my God. Paltrow shared about kissing Robert Downey Jr. You don't mean snot. She said, with Robert, when I kissed him, I was like... You got to be kidding me. It is like literally kissing my brother. So, Jesus Christ. Cuz they're really good friends. They are, yeah. And when they get into that awkward situation, it's uh How
3: do you think you would be if you had to execute a convincing screen kiss? I It would depend on the partner, right?
0: I, well, you know, uh, okay, me with how I am as an Zoe actor, Zoe Saldana, as an actor yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. I'd it'd be weird probably. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're trained, you're you you, you learn do- how to do that. So I took I took acting in my very, very brief college career. I took an acting <laughs> class and the first day was spent getting over the awkwardness right. of physical touch with each other. Did they start right with kiss? No, not kiss, okay. but, but touching each other's faces and doing right, things right. that are really uncomfortable to a you and a stranger. Right, right. They were just like, Look, you're gonna have to get over this. Like right. you're gonna have to get over it right away because this is acting. This is what you do. You have you're you're pretending like this person is someone you know, or you have an intimate relationship with, and you're gonna have to get over that awkwardness. You're gonna have to lick those. And it was pretty strange. <laughs> what? Uh, Joe, whip him out. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to lick him now, Lonnie. Look, you gotta those. get over it. <laughs> 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 but it was it was weird. And then by the end of the class, we we got. Yeah, it. yeah. You know, we understood it. Uh, Nicole Kidman had auditioned for Notting Hill. Yes. Uh, she tells the film star. And her undoing co-star Hugh Grant in an article for Marie Claire, she said, "I really wanted the Julie Roberts role that uh, played that she played in Notting Hill." Uh, she said, "I did, but I wasn't well known enough, and I wasn't talented enough." And she is. Uh, I mean, she's happy that she ended up not getting it because she ended up having a things worked out well, successful career. Did but, you uh, meet her? You're just on the same set as her. I was on the same set as her. Okay, uh, she here, was working. Yeah, she was working. It was her and Kevin Hart? And, you knocked you over a vase during the middle of a scene, right? <laughs> no, uh, it was called uh, the Upside.
3: Yes, it's it's with Brian Cranston.
0: Yeah, and it's. It's an not okay that good. movie. This not is, that good. There's nothing special. It yeah. wasn't bad, but there's nothing special You should have it. jumped in while you were there and helped tweak it a little bit. So I was okay. on the other side of a wall from her. I didn't even okay. actually get oh. to see. I was watching her on a monitor, unfortunately, but it was pretty cool kind of being in the same <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if there's area. you could just see you peeking around. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you want to kiss? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Hi. So uh, anyhow, she wanted to be in a help. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, how about this? Um, filming. So Christina Anstead talks about filming Flipper flop with her ex, uh, Tarek L. Moussa. And she said, it's never been boring. She wrote on, uh, social media, even uh, though I hate his guts. The Flipper flop stars were married from 2009, 2018. They share two children, Taylor and Braden, alongside a pic of her and El Moussa standing in front of a house. Ah, uh, she questioned season nine. How can it be? So they're back. They're working together.
4: They work right? together, right? right? They never stopped working together. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't uh, watch their show. I just. Do you yeah. watch her standalone show? Uh, I've. Uh, so I watched a little bit of it because she and her now to uh, ex husband to be <laughs> were buying a, a a new home, and okay. so they were flipping their own home. So I was interested to see what was going to happen there. I, I, you know, I've said it before, like. They're they, I just didn't like them as a couple. And so part of you know, what I prefer when I'm watching those shows is you just some sort of on camera yeah. dynamic. And I, I gotcha. didn't like okay. their dynamic. Yeah.
0: Uh didn't know this was gonna happen. Joaquin Phoenix has booked a new gig since becoming a father. The Oscar winning actor is taking on the role of French emperor and military leader Napoleon Bonaparte huh. for Ridley Scott's upcoming film. Well, that's top talent. Which is called Kit Bag, and I'll explain what that means. Uh, in a moment. So this is the first time that Phoenix and Scott are working together since they did uh, Gladiator in 2000. Uh, the movie is intended to focus on Napoleon's historic battles, ambition, and strategy that made him a military genius. Also, include in the film, uh, including in the f- included in the film, will be uh, Napoleon's wife Josephine, with whom he had a tumultuous uh, relationship. Now, I've read
3: recently, and I don't know if this is a, a, a finding that's. Just been within the past couple of years, or whether this has been common knowledge, or we've just been laboring under misconception, that Napoleon
0: actually wasn't all that short. It was apparently a smear campaign. Yes. Oh. So, and and I guess that's the case, Steve. He was right. kind of average height. From he was what six I seven. <laughs> No, he was six seven. <laughs> I want to say he was like five nine or something. Yeah, right. he, yeah wasn't he was He grossly, was average yeah, or yeah. more so. But from what I understood, it was. Used his adversaries, used right. it as a you know to ghost him, yeah, exactly yeah. to get his goat. So, five six, uh, five six. Okay, so
4: he's pretty sure, wasn't tall, yeah. but but he wasn't, he wasn't a, a, tiny, yeah, a little
0: taller than uh, Tom
8: Cruise,
4: right? Yeah, uh, probably. About, yeah, yeah Tom, maybe about same about height, that same size. Yeah, wait, how tall is Tom Cruise? He's five two, <laughs> no. five seven, five seven. Yeah, <laughs> no, Tom Cruise is really tall.
3: So, <laughs> I told you, case, uh, five eight, it's five eight. <laughs> That's what my license
0: says. Oh, okay. god. It's got to be It also
3: shows a picture of a lunatic
0: on it. That's uh, not you. The That's true. <laughs> it's on my coffee mug. Uh, the title of the film, by the way, Kit Bag, derives from the saying, there is a general staff hidden in every soldier's kit bag. So that's why they've named that. All right. Uh, besides his busy film career, Phoenix recently added a new title to his resume, which is father, he and fiance Rooney Mara welcomed their first child together, a son, River named after his late Aww. brother who died in 1993. Very nice. Winnie Maher is a good uh, catch. Yeah. I think. Th- and they're both very artsy-fartsy types. Yeah, very much so. Uh, this is pretty wild, man. A crazy jewel heist scene on NCIS New Orleans got way too real for the actors involved when real cops showed up, oh, no. pointed their guns at them, and now they are suing. The two actors involved in the scene, along with the jewelry store owner, have filed a lawsuit in L.A. against CBS were allegedly misleading them into shooting a realistic guerrilla-style armed robbery in broad daylight without proper permits, oh, or, that's a big no. Or giving the cops and neighbors a heads up that they can't were do that. It. No, no. Somebody could have gotten killed. Yes, the three men claim they were approached by NCIS producers in October 2017 about filming a robbery, and they agreed to do it under the assumption it was a traditional television shoot with permits, police present, and standard safety protocols. Instead, the men accused CBS failing to notify local authorities and surrounding businesses that the armed robbery scene was taking place, which was set in the middle of a busy New Orleans shopping center. And you can guess what happened. According to the suit, the owner of the store next to the jewelry store understandably called 911 after seeing the actors jump out of an unmarked van in ski masks carrying realistic-looking assault rifles and yelling, this is a robbery. Uh, This prompted police to uh, race to the scene and point their very real weapons at the actors who say they could have been killed by the officers with one false move. The three men claim the ordeal was terrifying, traumatizing. Uh, they are still feeling the psychological effects, and they're suing CBS for damages. So, yeah, you can't do that, man. Yeah, it looks very convincing. Mm-hmm. We're on a TV show. It's okay. Right. Yeah. But what if you're not? Uh, let's see. Speaking of TV shows, uh, Princess Diana and Prince Charles are in the spotlight for the season For season four of The Crown. Did you watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. Yeah, it looks good. A trailer showing the pair and footage of Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher has dropped. She looks great in that role. She does. They always
3: tamp down uh, anyone playing Prince Charles. Uh, They never quite
0: get the goofiness of Prince Charles. Uh, here is the – this uh, the, the trailer says, here's the stuff of which fairy tales are made, a prince, a princess on their wedding day. But the fairy tales usually end at this point with the simple phrase, they lived happily ever after. Uh, but, of course, it goes on after that. So uh, the new season drops uh, November 15th. And the gal playing uh, Diana looks great. She's really good.
3: And uh, John Madden is Camilla Parker Bowles is an excellent oh, choice. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's perfect.
0: The gal playing Diana, if you remember in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 – that race of people who are all gold-skinned? Yes, yeah. she was one of she those. Was like, she yeah. was the leader of them, and so she has oh. these really big eyes. She, are- I think she laughs at ta- she's the one who laughs at taser face, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taser face. <laughs> <Taser> face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then uh, one last story. Days of Our Lives has halted production after a positive COVID-19 test. Oh, no, Kathy. Is this uh, going to destroy you? You don't watch it.
3: What's the soap opera you were watching?
2: Uh, no, I was. Wa- it's off. It's gone. Okay.
0: It's gone. It all right. is. Uh, the NBC Soap will pause filming until October 26th. A member of the production team had tested positive, and people who are in close contact with the person are in quarantine. Now, weren't they
3: faking romantic scenes with cadavers? Uh, not cadavers.
0: Oh, uh, with, uh, you know, like real dolls and stuff
3: like that. Oh. Like, <laughs> the back looks like the woman in The Shining press. Can we
0: get a body in here, please? <laughs> Cadaver female.
4: Mm. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the clips, you know. Uh, <laughs> I did it again. I knew it. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong bank. Here it is. <laughs> I started hitting the button. I'm like, I, I think I'm in the wrong bank here. You were in the wrong bank. I was in the wrong sound bank.
0: The Walking Dead World Beyond focuses on a new generation of kids growing up 10 years into the zombie apocalypse.
4: Really? Yeah. I, I started watching it. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In this clip, showrunner Matthew Negrete discusses how the show differs totally or tonally, not totally, tonally. <laughs> totally. It's completely different. They're dancers, are not. <laughs> no, tonally from the flagship series. Here we go. It's
8: really about focusing on the hope. They're at a point in
7: their lives and in, civil, in civilization. They're 10 years uh, after the the fall of everything. And it really is for them about looking forward to the future. And it's not just about survival anymore. I mean, that is an aspect of it, but it's also about like, what does the future mean
8: to them, and is there a way to maybe bring back the world someday? So it's asking the bigger questions.
0: I don't, I don't want I don't think I want to see it. Walking Dead: World Beyond airs Sundays at 10 p.m. That's on AMC.
3: They say the zombies in this one are very similar to the thriller video zombies. Oh, so
0: oh they yeah,
4: they're good, good dancers. Oh, they yeah. are. Dan. <laughs>
0: All right, here's the next one. The Outpost, which fo- or actually, it follows the lone survivor of a human race as she looks to track down her family's killers. Uh, huh? How are you the last person in the human race? Well, maybe their killers aren't human. Oh. In this clip, star Jessica Green discusses the training that went into each of the action scenes.
2: We didn't get a lot of time there, so most of the time I would learn the the first like counter four right before I shot it. I got a nice weekend of training, but apart from that we kind of did it as as we went. It was it was hard, it was a challenge, but I, I loved it.
8: I don't <laughs> give a f- I think I think we're talking about
3: two different shows here. Because uh, there's a lot of people in this uh, particular
8: outpost.
4: Well, no, you're looking at it. You're looking at it. This is an outpost, but the outpost you're talking about is one that is either on, I think it's on Netflix. It's there a are, movie. There are two different
8: uh, entertainment vehicles called the Outpost
4: that are coming out this year? Yeah, wow. so the outpost is based on the Jake Tapper book, I believe, uh, the one that you're looking at, okay. which is um, there was an outpost in Afghanistan. Uh, where they basically said where you're sticking us right now, you're, you're putting us. Um, it's basically a death sentence. All right.
0: It's on the CW. So Is it so basically the same plot line, it's though? The same no. plot line.
3: <laughs> they're both called the Outpost,
0: though. So we were yeah. watching, while we, while we were listening to that clip, we were watching a video of all these these guys in fatigues and stuff fighting. And, and we're like, that, that doesn't, doesn't look seems, like the no. last human yeah. survivor. Well, sometimes that happens. The
3: projects have similar names. The original yeah. name of uh, Baby's Day Out was the Godfather. Wow. I, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
4: You're like, oh, are we... I think there's already a gun. A lot I of know, times, they had to t-
0: listen, <laughs> it's a baby; it needed a christening, they, <laughs> right? you know, so it made sense. So, uh, the outpost airs tonight at nine o'clock. By the way, on the CW.
4: But watch the outpost on Netflix. It's actually it's really really good.
0: Okay, okay, and then uh, I need to hit this. We have a new Daily Rush video. Uh, it is called the title of the presidency. Daily Rush is there's porn, <laughs> and the strip the, stri- the description. Good lord. Says that Preston reminds us all of the perverts out there. Reminds us all the perverts out there that there's porn. You can watch it now, PrestonandSteve.com, and, and it's sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishdown's First Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. I was watching one yesterday. I kept. Oh yeah, I kept watching it over and over. It was the beakless rooster. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't stop watching that man. It was
3: a it was a crazy story. Oh, by the way, Casey, your ducks? Oh yeah, we never got an update.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, they're gone.
0: Okay, you ate
4: them. We ate them. Yeah, no, no, no. duck. You duck wings them? are good. No, we had to return them on, on Friday. So uh-huh. we had them for a little less than two weeks. Did we all of them hatch? Yeah, uh, no. So we had we got seven eggs. Six hatched. Uh, latte didn't make
7: it. That's oh, right. Yeah. Did so you
4: open that. Latte, and Timmy? What's that? Did you open Latte? <sighs> No, I think we just chucked him in the trash. <laughs> wow! Yeah, so you got all emotional. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I, I, I was so. Sad. I I'm was surprised so sad. you weren't more emotional because you're very, with you know, cute animals. Yeah, you're, you really latch onto them, and you get all. But kinda... you would have buried it or something. Ooh, Kathy ooh, did God that,
3: right?
4: Them, but
2: uh, we. Well, we buried him. We in the opened. Garbage? We opened him, and then we buried him in the garbage. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. The I disposal. couldn't bring myself to open him. Uh, I didn't want to see a dead duck in an egg. So. What if a note had been left or something? Oh shoot, man! I didn't it was think really gross that. too when, yeah. when
2: we opened it because all uh, slimy and stuff. well, because because it doesn't form properly. Like the what's in there, the the yolk and the membrane and all of that. It um it almost yeah. like builds pressure in there. So when we opened it, it like exploded. And- Whoa! Wow. Oh my god! Yeah. So it's okay. like
0: a, it's nature's novelty actually.
2: And since I was the adult in the in the situation, oh, I had to like you know exploding eggs. <laughs> oh.
0: All right. Anyhow, uh, we got to take a break, so let's do that now. Uh, coming up on the program later on this morning, comedian Steve Byrne will be joining us. He's got a movie uh, which is out tomorrow. We'll get the details from him in a little bit later on. We'll be back in just a moment. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's local shots. Artist of the month, Tala. Yeah, Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online,
4: and in the community.
0: Here and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Holla. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her
4: world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks
0: table for one step this way please it's
4: time for the connoisseur he knows all the great food
0: to eat and where to go to get the best food plus all the other fun food stories we love to hear i actually do have some pretty fun food stories and that's why we're doing the connoisseur this morning uh because a few of them aren't your standard ones um you know what it, listen this is a funny thing because
3: i always get response after you do the connoisseur we all eat and we all poop
0: and we, yes. Yes. We're, we're reticent
3: to do an entire crapping segment Correct. So we go with the food stuff.
0: All right. You're going to have to explain this one to me. All right. Because I, this one's, I'm, I'm missing it. Okay. Kraft. Kraft, yes. who makes, you know, the Kraft macaroni. Che- cheese, yeah. yeah. Uh, took a risk with a certain ad campaign, and now it's being pulled, apparently following backlash. Okay. In early October, Kraft launched a hashtag called Send Nudes. N-O-O-D-S. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My brother sent this to me. Promotion, which okay, now I get it. Okay, yeah. Just Never af- mind. after saying it out loud, now yeah. I get it. Which allowed fans to send free a free box of mac and cheese or a coupon to redeem a free box of mac and cheese to loved ones. So I got one. Send it. Really? Yeah, yeah, because we send nudes to each other. My brother and I send nudes to each other,
8: and, okay. uh, and, and so but we both got the, the free mac and cheese. So fun.
0: seeing this story this morning, I'm like, uh, I didn't say it out loud i just see n-o-o-d-s right, i'm like yeah. that short for noodles that's <laughs> yeah. what's the big deal <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and now that i just said nudes oh, oh yes. yes oh
4: <laughs> it's like
0: naked nude yeah. okay so apparently some people thought that that was a bit risque send nudes oh, is on. a common noodle pun but the promotion was not well received social media users said that the fa- uh, said the family company had <laughs> sexualized the classic dish one person wrote, stop, stop, stop. Listen to all these moms. We are your customers. Uh, and the uproar was big enough that uh, Kraft killed the promotion. I'll
3: mm-hmm. tell you what. The promotion was, and I'll guarantee this, as they lay out all the pros and cons, was a huge success. Why? Because yeah. they got advertising traction oh, on sure. it. Oh, sure. I'm the, sure they're not upset people about People aren't going to stop eating mac and cheese, no. yeah. it, it, it was a little blip on the radar, but for the promotion, they got every cent worth.
0: But it is fun. It I, is. I, I wish they, they stuck
3: with it. Have, it's playful. It's, yeah. it's not like send us vagina pics. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> right. Big send big us vagina
4: pics would be know. harder to wiggle out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I think mac and cheese, specifically craft mac and cheese, uh, is probably the top childhood food that, like, I still love to this day. Okay. What's the other one? All right. uh, ramen noodles.
3: Ramen noodles one. just did. Send us pictures of your gaping anus. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Subtle,
3: yeah. I don't see the double entendre here. I don't. And ramen noodles will pay for that. It's, yeah. a, it's that was a bad call. That phrase was "send us pictures so of your gaping, gaping anus. anus." Wow. Okay. And people just... It must... I guess it, it came away because I don't remember. Which yeah. one <laughs> was it? The way
4: spelled. Was it Top Ramen or Aime was it... Uh, spelled like ramen. Okay. Was it
0: Cup of Noodles? <laughs> uh, oodles oh, of Noodles? <laughs> was it Oodles of Noodles? <laughs> yeah. Top
4: Ramen? By the way, I oodles can't... Oodles Butthole. I can't do the... the I can't the do the Cup of Noodles. Yeah, I'm I'm the... the who's Who makes the the package. Top Ramen and like... I want to say... Uh, there's one begins with N-N-I... Nissan Nissan. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to say Nissan and I didn't want to say... Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and Poop. I, I, okay. I, no, so, what ta- is it, Nissen? I believe so. All I right. tell
3: you, in the world of, like, ramen, I love ramen. I love yeah. ramen noodles. And uh, I, in my hopes of one day getting to Japan, that's like ramen palooza there. Yeah. They have they, they have restaurants that just specialize in different types of yeah, ramen. Yeah, yeah. The real deal ramen The real is, deal is ramen. Yeah, ag-
0: it's you. it's really good. But uh, my daughter, speaking of the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, uh, Caroline went with me to the grocery store the other day. And she said she just starts to tell me how much she loves Kraft macaroni cheese. And she said, but the the best thing about it is what you can do with it and what you can add to it. And so she proceeds to tell me what she likes to add to it, which is uh, some. uh, uh, She likes to add extra cheese to it, okay, and a couple and salt and pepper and stuff like that. And, And I go, yeah, I know what you mean. I said I like putting salsa in mine. And you would have thought I just. Kicked a dog or <laughs> something. Was she, just, was she backing She up was mortified by, by Backing it. up as if you just admitted it's a child <laughs> porn. And, and I'm like she's like eh, da, da, da. And I'm like it's excellent it's like it makes it text max you know and so she could not wrap her mind around that I, I can see that completely and but you know the funny thing is with
3: uh mac and cheese is that it's one of those textural issues for me Oh okay I like it overcooked I like it yeah. crispy I like it well, You don't it, like it al dente No I don't I like it I like it really like with um with um, lasagna, I like the burned edges. Oh I no, like, you do like it crispy. I, okay, I do right, like it. So I a, do oh, like it oh, crispy.
4: Then, yeah,
0: yeah under. But I
3: like I like it. Oh, whatever whatever. Oh, no, not under. I know what you're saying. Well, like, do you know
0: like, what I'm saying? Well, you generally you boil the noodles, right? If you boil them, they get softer but if you bake something if, you, if uh, you you can you can take pasta and you can boil it and then bake it that's how i like it that's how you like yes. it okay. Toast I, the top I was not of clear it. in my uh, okay. yeah yeah you could get the mac and cheese put a little more cheese on top of it and throw in the oven for a bit and get that's that that's my favorite yep. macaroni Ma- pie is something you should try okay sometime. then that's probably yeah. what i'm looking for yeah.
2: mac and cheese is probably the worst food reheated you think so? Um, yes, it loses
5: its no. taste.
3: French fries oh. are the worst food.
5: Uh, yep. Nick, yeah. Yeah, Nick, yeah. Yeah.
3: I yeah. have your. I have your
0: beacon here. <laughs> Air fryer. Air fryer. Right. Yes. No right. doubt. Air fryers for French fry reheat. And I'm going to help Kathy out. When you reheat it, add a little bit of butter to it. Uh. Yeah,
2: I know. I've I've done that, and That'll I've done the milk, around. and I've even added different cheese. When you it's reheat not- it. How do the Same.
3: chef at Guppies make sure? Yeah.
2: I can make mac I... and cheese. Get out of here.
4: <laughs> uh, do you prefer don't stovetop too much
2: milk? I don't know why I get mad. <laughs> yeah. I can't cook. I mean, that's 12 yeah. I. <laughs> Kathy, do you prefer stovetop
4: mac and cheese or microwave mac and cheese? Ew,
2: microwave mac and cheese. I know. Okay, cheese. Thank no, you. I am a chef, please.
4: <laughs> also, you questions. just heard she was boasting about her culinary skill. <laughs> there has been, you know, a, a controversy about whether or not, like, a hot dog is a sandwich, and I'm not getting into an no, it. not. So- doing I'm not doing I'm not that. We're going to be on to abortion. <laughs> is ramen soup? It depends on how much
8: broth yes. you put in. Like what um, if you get a, if you dump out the, the broth then it's no longer a soup. It's just nudes. It is what you want it to
0: be. Yeah. That's all there is to it because some people prefer a lot of broth in there. I like mainly just the noodles and you can it's either way dude. I, I, agree. Yeah, I, I all agree. I don't I I don't consider it a soup. I consider it
3: um I don't know what what you would call it at that level. Uh, but, well, is ramen itself
0: a classification? I believe so. Okay. Uh, by the way, Steve, we got a text in. The company that the- did the ramen noodles uh, send us pictures of your gaping, gaping butthole, <laughs> your gaping anus, was uh, two girls and a cup of noodles. Uh, there we go. Oh, two girls <laughs> and a cup of noodles. <laughs> so that was, yeah. that's the company that ran that campaign. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so let me move on to something else. And, and Patty's on the phone line. She wanted to say that they would put tuna in their mac and cheese. Tuna's oh, a good addition. I've heard of that. Yes. Um, thank you, but we, i got a bunch of stories, and we need to move on to them. So we need
3: to move on. Sorry about that, Patty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh Surveys have found that uh, men are more reluctant to wear face masks during the pandemic, so Hormel Foods may have come up with a solution. Hormel, known for its Black Label bacon has launched a breathable bacon face mask, which it describes as a revolutionary face mask featuring the latest in pork-scented technology. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, it says if you want to breathe in the intoxicatingly delicious smell of bacon while protecting yourself from the coronavirus... Hormel is giving away the mask for free through October 28th. So this raises a question.
3: I uh, I had some uh, guys coming out to do some um, est- an estimate on getting some work done on the house. And the guys had clearly just had lunch. And I had the, the mask on. Yeah. And I could smell what they had for lunch. No kidding. So if I can smell, and they had masks on. What so did if, they have for lunch? And there was bacon, certainly. Okay. I, if I'm assuming huh. a BLT. If I can smell that.
0: And it is your mask ain't working, right? Exactly. I, I don't know for sure, but well, you know. I was going to say you might be a superhero. I mean, that or might, that might maybe be th- those guys themselves were completely made of bacon. I had a server I was telling you guys the other day who was wearing it on her chin, and I'm like, "Why? <laughs> 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 what, what are you? Do- you're not. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, just yeah.
3: just a, a, a couple inches out. just a nudge." Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and here's another thing. So about bacon, and it made me think of beef jerky for some right. reason. We're going off on a on a different line of uh of conversation here. I was in the grocery store. It was when I was talking about mac and cheese with my daughter. And I looked up and we were in the area where there was uh beef jerky. And I've never tried this. It sounds unappealing to me, but I saw salmon bites. Oh god, no. Have you ever had like a dried oh, oh, You have yeah. salmon jerky? Salmon? I
8: did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. How, it... how are they? Uh I'm not a fan. It was... I'll tell
3: you why that sort of interests me because again, with salmon, I like I, like, I can like overcooked salmon. Okay. Do, you, are you, do you like jerky? I'm not a big jerky fan.
8: Then you won't like this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it, take the pleasure that you get from uh, salmon. And extract the it. heat <laughs> and the moisture, and there's your <laughs> Okay, there's your yeah, meal. I guess
0: that's a good point. Yeah. All right, anyhow, uh, so if you want a bacon face mask, a breathable bacon face mask, <laughs> you can go to breathablebacon.com, and for every request, they'll donate one meal to Feeding America. Up to ten thousand meals. All right, so they're available while supplies last. Okay. So if you want
3: one, you can get them. That'd be kind of fun. Have you eaten something and then put a mask on and oh. then have
0: that smell stay in the mask? Yesterday, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, it's and awful. I, it I, it was not fun. And I and do this. I don't. <gasps> what is that? I Vicks. put the
3: Vicks vapor rub on my on my n- nose, idea. and then when you put the, the mask on, it will at least clear that. It's, it's almost like Febreze
0: for your mask. It doesn't bother me that bad. Yeah.
3: I do
2: get congested when with that. I have to wear the mask for a while, like okay. yeah. the, the hot breath
0: in there? Yeah, it's, it sucks. <laughs> I yeah, might yeah. try
2: that, Steve. Yeah, I like that it,
0: idea. Yes. All right. Um, here's another story I want to pass on. This is a restaurant story of yeah. sorts. Uh, San Diego-based restaurant group is looking to elevate the dining experience at Balboa Park. Uh, the, this is
3: going to be an incredible dining experience. Uh, the Balboa...
0: <laughs> The Balboa Park Star, an upscale observation wheel, was thought up by the Cone Restaurant Group and pitched to the Balboa Park Committee.
3: You're going to be a pretty high, higher than the birdie.
0: A (laughs) 148-foot wheel will offer a new socially distanced dining experience for park goers for a limited time. So it's a Ferris wheel. Uh, it sounds like it. I haven't seen a like uh, the eye in uh, London uh, mock up of this, but that's what it sounds like. So, if approved, the temporary fixture would be in place for approximately three months. So it can't be, you know, it's got to be somewhat temporary. I
3: thought we were talking maybe like one of those uh, those uh, helium um, lifted restaurant tables that we were talking about a couple yeah, of months ago, like the zoo balloon, like the zoo know, balloon at a restaurant. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: those look pretty cool because your feet actually dangle. dangle. It's pretty wild. <laughs> uh but the temporary fixture being placed for approximately 3 months to taking uh 2 weeks to assemble it would be operated by Sky Views of America the same company which operates San Diego County Fair's uh, uh grand wheel uh 36 gondolas would seat up to 8 people per gondola uh with a view at the top stretching all the way to the downtown waterfront it's pretty cool. Uh, the company said it wanted to offer a new way for people to dine after many restaurants closed down in March due to the pandemic. Safety protocols will be enforced, including mandatory face coverings for uh, passengers and staff. So,
3: of sir, as uh, people are obviously trying to get um, get these restaurants back up and running and help these people who are out of work and, and trying to get inventive and creative. Word is coming that in in Philly, they're they're starting to do those pod. I saw that tables
0: and they're and. People are, now, Marissa, that's more the city beat for right. Marissa, but uh, yeah, uh, apparently it's successful from what they I can, understand. they can heat them. Yeah, yeah Marissa, there's
6: a, there's a couple of restaurants that are doing it so far. Um, I haven't tried it yet, but you know, they're out there.
0: Oh, we're on the city beat, yeah, there you go. Wow, um, go the crossover here. here. So, you uh, do you have any interest in like just for the novelty of it going and checking it out?
6: Not really, it doesn't do anything for me. Wow, right. okay. I also, uh, haven't, um, None of the restaurants that are doing it yet are restaurants that I would go to. Okay. Oh. Okay. Kind of kitschy.
0: They're garbage.
6: No, yeah. I did not say that.
0: Oh, okay. But There's a no, the couple that. that are doing it. You <laughs> wouldn't say that. But yes, you're right, Steve. They yeah. are trying that out. And if it if it bodes successful, then maybe other ones will pick that up. But you're right. It's, uh, they can heat them so people can still be outside and be able to <clears throat> uh, go to the restaurant and order. All right. Here's another story, connoisseur-wise. We're going to take a turn and head into the fast food department. Time for some fast food. Uh, So, Bryant Hoban of O'Fallon, Missouri. I know O'Fallon. It's a suburb of St. Louis. Uh, Heard about Taco Bell discounting spicy potato soft tacos. Uh So, he purchased three of them and preserved them in his freezer. Oh, discontinuing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Mm. discontinuing, Casey. Thank you. So he then listed them on Facebook Marketplace for $200. <laughs> <laughs> he eventually sold two individual tacos for $70 each, but couldn't move the full set at uh, 200 uh, but people did end up buying it. I don't remember.
3: I don't either.
0: The what the was it called? Po- potato the p- shell taco. The potato soft
4: taco.
3: Um, is it, is the shell made out of potatoes, or is are there potatoes included in the taco fixings? Spicy potato soft taco. See,
4: I thought it was more of a, a burrito uh, than a soft taco. Um, but they were getting rid of the potatoes, and this was recently, right? This overall. Was- I, remember, um, I don't remember
3: this this they, they
4: discontinued a, a few different items and but potatoes were never a thing that i ever had
0: you know what i remember when i <laughs> when i kind of tapped out on taco Bell when i realized that they had just uh they had kind of jumped the shark and and had tried to to aim a little too high yeah i forgot what the burrito was called but it had tater tots in it do you remember that no and was and it i'm, a like, breakfast I'm like i'm eating one and i'm like at some point i'm like what are you doing to yourself? Man? <laughs> I think that's what this and is. And that was when I was big time here. This huge. might be because no, 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 I, I it, see it, a tater tot. No, it was a burrito. It, oh, was, right. it wasn't oh, a soft right. taco. It was it was gigantic. It was you know one of those big ones and it was loaded <sighs> with with tater tots as well as beef and beans and everything else that comes in a uh, Yeah. It might have been it might have been like a cheeseburger Burrito. Wow. Or when you eat like something that. like that, the feeling that
3: while it tastes wonderful at the time, at the end of the meal, <laughs> you you feel filthy.
0: You feel, yes.
3: Yeah.
8: Our potatoes. You want to go, go a little... take a shower. Right. Yeah. 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 Are potatoes good for you?
0: I don't uh, care. It, in, a, <laughs> in, in excess, yeah. The, I mean, they're. they're uh, in, in excess, it's too much. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but every. There are lo- Every meal, yes. There are locale recipes that I, w- I will make from time to time that it will include a side of, of some sort of potato. But it just all depends on how much you're eating. It's all portion right. size. So any, anything starchy to uh, excess is it's not going to be good for you.
8: It. It's so easy to add so many bad things to a potato that yeah. I think that's part of yeah. the problem. Yeah, that a lot of,
3: that's what happens, and that's what, what kills me. I, I've actually been able to, again, talk about consistency and something Appealing to me that doesn't appeal to me in its original form. Sweet potato, like a sweet potato, mashed sweet potato, I hate. Sweet potato fries, I love.
0: Yeah, so, my, my daughter likes french fries and things like that, but she can't stand it. mashed potatoes. Yeah. I know. She's from another planet. No, <laughs> hey, oh, I'm 100% potato.
2: with her. I don't like mashed potatoes, what? and I don't really like baked potatoes unless, like you mentioned, there's it's like loaded. cheese and uh, yeah, sour cream. Yeah. Like, and so then at that point, you're just what's eating the point cheese eating and it? bacon bits.
0: I mashed potatoes make the world go around. You
2: know what? That's what Backrack taught us. Yeah. You know what? I would like force them down on holidays, or if it came with a meal, and like I came to a point where I was like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you forcing this? You don't love it. It's not that great." So I will get like a, a double vegetable or something instead of yeah. wasting okay. the mashed potato.
4: And um, like uh, I eat thanks. mashed potatoes because my husband likes it. <laughs> Matt, um, was gonna say mashed potatoes, um. <laughs> Thanksgiving meals. It yeah. kind of like takes up the least amount of real estate on my on my Thanksgiving plate. The mashed? Mashed potatoes, yeah. yeah but, I think, um,
3: most I think, of the plate is ice cream, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got
4: to start strong. <laughs> I think a lot of people for this uh,
8: Taco Bell thing w- would use um, potatoes as a substitute uh, if they were vegetarian and ordering a Taco Bell. So they could get a, a potato taco and not get a meat taco.
3: Well, uh, you know, I, of my Irish ancestry and, and also with the Southern my mother was a Southern cook, you know, potatoes would end up quite often being a part of me. I hate Regular baked potatoes. Uh, but, uh,
0: you know, the are various iterations I'm a fan of. Yep. Hang on a second. Let me go to uh, Ryan because he wants to talk about...
10: Potatoes. All right, Ryan. Good morning.
0: Hey, Ryan. Hey. What's up, bud?
10: Uh, real quick, I don't have a whole lot, but maybe Nick can look it up because I know he doesn't know everything. It's <laughs> <quick to> <laughs> not true, Ryan. Um, <laughs> potatoes are one of the very few foods you can survive upon. You can literally live for... I recently. How long? Well, potatoes and water.
0: I I recently was reading something about that Ryan, because I was reading about um, the film *The Martian*, which I've read the book too. Yes. And obviously, potatoes are a big part of that. Uh, Potatoes. um, But I think you can't live your entire life on just that. There are certain things that you might need. There might not be enough vitamin C in there. You probably need to add some hash browns. There there is some nutrition you might need. (laughs) Calorically and all that, yeah, yeah. you're going to be fine. But um, technically, okay, all right. Here's here's an entry, but I, I may be wrong. I'm not. All I'm right. not claiming to be an expert. So technically, the traditional white potato contains all the essential amino acids you need to build proteins, repair cells, and fight diseases. And eating just five of them a day will get you there. However, if you sustained on white potatoes alone, you yeah. would eventually run into vitamin and mineral deficiencies. Uh, right? so, but who needs that? But listen, it, you could live for quite a while, but eventually it's going to catch up with you. But thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Man. I stand corrected.
10: Thank you. Well, okay. what, what
0: on average would constitute quite a while? How could, you know? I don't know. Uh, it, it, it may be, you know, It I, I don't know. Once when, you get to break down <laughs> what you need calorically and nutrition-wise, there's a formula there, and obviously hydration, too. You know what I'm thinking in my mind? That's the Price. bare minimum. Coconut steak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coconut milk? I hate coconuts. Yeah. Uh, so hang on here. Jim says they're a superfood, and you can live. We, we just covered that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but thank, thank you, Jim. Jim. I appreciate it, and you can live on them. But um, anyhow, uh, but what I was saying earlier, if Nick asked if they're good for you or not, I mean, uh, talking about balancing your weight and stuff yeah. like that. Obviously, you got to watch the starch intake. Sometimes we'll have we'll be eating something for dinner. I'm like, this is all starch. Yes, you know, it's like <laughs> potatoes, corn, and rice, or something like that. It's like everything on the plate is starch.
3: You know, one of my big splurge meals is my Super Bowl Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll do that occasionally. However, I would like
4: something, one thing that's green on that menu. Yeah, uh, and they if they could add that, that'd be great. So. You mentioned Kentucky fried chicken. I'm more of a Popeyes guy, but either way. Popeyes have a K- is great I have a too. story by the way. All right. Oh, you I, do. I do. Uh, so, I was thinking, uh we I think we all here love uh Buffalo chicken dip. Yes. I was thinking about making a buffalo chicken dip and using Popeyes chicken, you know, with all like the breaded stuff and what do you think? What I you would think, be Popeyes? on board with that 100%. Yeah. Popeyes is really good chicken because I have used in Love the past that chicken from Popeyes. <laughs> um I in the past I've used rotisserie chicken. I prefer I can't do this uh, um Canned chicken and uh you know the, Pows, the short, Try things.
0: it out because I'm not sure yeah. how the, the, the breading will, will hold yeah. up in a dip. I'm so interested as well. You might have to actually take all that off and chop it up a little bit mm. uh, so you don't get it like a big chunk of skin in your mouth. What yeah, was the yeah. restaurant
3: that was here yesterday? The uh
0: the, the Oh, that was at Vegano's. Cous- yeah. Oh my god. The
3: chicken cutlet sandwich with oh, yeah. broccoli rob and provolone?
0: Yeah. Excellent. Yummy, yummy. Yeah. I, okay. All right. So you mentioned KFC. Yeah. I have a oh. KFC story. They have created a new KFC, a new sauce, Ooh. and it's called KFC sauce. Uh, they describe the new sauce as tangy and sweet, with a bit of smokiness. You know what that is? What is it? It's Chick Fil A sauce. Uh, is oh, it oh, oh, tangy oh and cool. sweet with a bit of smokiness? Because from I am p- Peter North, and I have news of a new <laughs> sauce.
3: <laughs> 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 It's cold. You have
0: the Casey? Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's some on the wall over there. (laughs) There you go. Thanks, Pete. Peter, you're needed at table seven. (laughs) No. I'll do it from here. (laughs) Just stands behind Uh, the counter. I'll send it over from here. (laughs) (laughs) He's also the serving station. Kathy, do you know who Peter North is?
2: Yes, I know who Peter North is. Only because I work with you, (laughs) idiot.
0: You know who Randy West is?
2: He can't do Peter
0: North.
4: (laughs) Nobody can.
0: All right. Anyway, um, yeah, because from what I understand, Chick-fil-A sauce is essentially it's honey mustard with some barbecue sauce. Okay. In a sense. So that's what this sounds like, right? uh, Tingy, tangy, tingy and and (laughs) sweet. Tangy and sweet with a bit of smokiness. Uh, It says it's almost like a creamy barbecue sauce. Uh, It's specially made to pair with KFC's extra crispy tenders. God, so much of stuff that's not all that wonderful for you (laughs) tastes so good. They're releasing a newly revamped core sauce lineup. A core sauce lineup? Yes. This is KFC? Yeah. So you get classic ranch. Honey barbecue, honey mustard, and hot sauce. In addition to the new KFC sauce, I'm a honey mustard fan myself. I do
3: enjoy I that like it, yeah. too.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, so my sister in law sent me this uh, recipe for this delicious sauce that she made. Uh, I, I believe she did it with um, uh, one of those services that sends you all the ingredients and you just make it. Uh, like Hello Fresh, yeah, something like that.
0: Blue Apron and yeah, Who's but Your Daddy? It, it is
4: called. Uh, I, so the sauce is uh, two, and you might be out on this one, Steve. Two tablespoons of mayo. Are you not a mayo guy? No, I'm fine with okay. mayo. Uh, absolutely. Uh, two tablespoons of sour cream, two oh. teaspoons of honey, Two uh, one tablespoon of soy sauce, and one teaspoon of sriracha. It is amazing. Okay. It it's, is so good. I am
0: would, a fan would, of aioli sriracha. That yeah. would be called a, a, a sriracha aioli, essentially. Yeah. Oh, so oh, is that what that is? Aioli essentially means with mayonnaise. Okay. Or, you know, so uh, that's what that sounds like. Okay. But the sour cream uh, sounds like it would soften it up a little bit, and uh, yeah.
4: Yeah. So I ended up using that, and uh, on International Taco Day a couple of weeks ago, I kind of used that as a. I I just wanted to test it out, and I used it as a uh, sauce for my taco. It was delicious.
3: Do do your do your Popeyes chicken? uh, uh, bring and bring it
0: in. If you want to make that your own, throw throw a little bit of garlic in it. Ooh. Try that, Ooh. A little minced garlic. Ooh.
4: I had seen, somewhere
3: Peter North is grinning.
4: I saw <laughs> on Instagram this guy took a Chick fil A sandwich, right, yeah. and you know how it comes in that like foil bag. Mm-hmm. He took the Chick fil A sauce and yeah. another sauce and dumped that oh, in the yeah. bag and then shook it up and uh, ate. Oh, yeah. I, I just can't remember what the other sauce was. Do you remember? Do you know no, what it was? But did he use oh, yeah. what was in the bag? Was it fries? No, no, no! It, he put the chicken in the bag. He oh, took the yeah. chicken <laughs> off of off of the bun, threw the chicken in the oh. bag, put the sauces in there, shook oh, yeah. it up, and then put that on top of back onto the bun oh, and yeah. ate it. And it was the del- and looks. It, so it good. sounds good.
3: Mm-hmm. It does sound good. I'm down with that.
0: It sounds like a song. <laughs> Take the chicken off the bun. Put the chicken in the bag.
4: <laughs> chicken in the biscuit breaking out dough. Wait, is it this? Hang on a second. What? Chicken in the bread, kind of picking out those. That's the one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: No well, child, no.
4: What was the uh, so chicken? Peter North in, a- in the corner <laughs> dancing slow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was the question?
4: Uh, chicken in a basket. Was there a um... chicken in a biscuit? Was a um, a cracker? Yes. Was well, there? How a- dare you say that?
0: Those are really good.
4: <laughs> All right, but was it a? Uh, was there a Biscuits. jingle for it? Was it? Is that what you're no. thinking of? Okay.
0: No. I was actually, I guess I didn't even realize that I was thinking about Devil Went Down to Georgia. Okay. But, yeah. All right. The bread, all right. So you... Uh, oh, one more thing maybe? Yes. All yes. right. These have been good and there's this... Something we can all use. Yeah, these are good. Uh, this is a bit of a novelty item, and of course, you know the president Steve show runs on Dunkin'. Yes, but I would not get this. I'm having my Dunkachino right now. Uh, they have introduced a new spicy ghost pepper donut. This th- oh, yeah. this sounds formidable. Here, I it's saw this. it's novelty. You know, it's for Halloween. So, is awesome. this a? It wouldn't be for me.
3: Ghost pepper, the second
0: most potent pepper in the world on the Scoville scale? It's one of those uh, potent peppers, please. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's up there. Uh, it packs a punch. Yeah. Pleasantly. The spicy treat includes spicy ghost pepper strawberry dipping icing, mm-hmm. according to a picture on Reddit, which is where the heat comes in. Um it's the newest Halloween offering from Dunkin and returning on the Halloween menu. Oh my
5: god, I'm sweating.
0: Is the specialty spider donut, which is a ring donut dipped in orange icing and drizzled with chocolate icing meant to represent the spider's legs? That's cute. A, gla- a glazed chocolate munchkin goes in the middle to be the body of the spider. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Halloween Donuts and others are expected to hit stores um, actually yesterday, I believe. So, Yeah, there are a few combos of,
8: of really spicy with sweet, and uh, I don't know if it's ever a novelty or if people actually enjoy it or not, but it, to me, that's... Like I'll I'll do the sweet and savory anytime, you know, the chocolate covered pretzels are obviously incredible, but the, the sweet and uh spicy does nothing for me. Really?
0: I like uh jalapeno pepper jelly though. Mm-hmm. Um so sometimes yeah. when it's like that I can I can take Have the sweet you... and... but not as a dessert, I guess. No, no, that's more of an appetizer. Right? Have you ever yeah. had cayenne in
3: fine chocolate? No. Yeah, it's it will different. it it works. Yes. It does work. There is again the, the place uh, the bell of you right, in the city? Yeah. yeah. What 19 is the restaurant
5: is? Yeah.
3: Uh, they have a, a Swiss chocolatier in the lobby. I hope they're yeah. still there. I hope they survived all this. And uh they they have that, that pairing, which you think on the outset would not be something that you would like. But yeah. again, the, the uh this the sweet and savory together does work.
4: Hey, um oh my god, I totally forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> what were we talking about again? Peter North. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I remember hers. <laughs> They have a uh, spicy uh, kettle corn. Have you guys tried that yet? I like it. Mm-hmm. I
3: like it a lot. And by the way, people have asked about we. We talked about their um, their small Oreo puffs. Yeah. Uh, you know the cookie puffs. Yeah. Um. They are available. You just have to look for them. People have emailed me. We, remember, we had them on the uh, the, the Oreo flavored.
4: It was a sort of oh a test, yeah,
3: and they were excellent. Yeah, yeah. yeah They're yeah. out there. You just have to look for them. Okay. But going
4: back to Duncan, I got to ask you guys a question. Philosophically speaking, is it wrong to ask for a box of only glazed munchkins? Because that's kind of what you we've get. Been, what you want, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I,
3: listen, I, well, for all the years, you know, okay. my first job was at Duncan, and you. Customer always gets what the customer wants. Okay. Also,
8: there are no calories in
3: munchkins. Yes.
8: <laughs> no, no, you're right. Well, yeah, they're they're so so limited, small. limited calories. I will tell you
3: what, if you go with glazed munchkins, which are little puffs of air, basically, yeah. they're not bad calorically. They're not uh, good. <laughs> they're not <laughs> calorie-free, but they're not, they're not, um, it's not like, you know, a heavy-duty, Yeah, you know, foo-foo drink.
4: Well, they asked, uh, my kids asked for glazed munchkins uh, the other day. They didn't, they ran out of them, so I ended up just getting a dozen glazed donuts, and it felt... Um, like, well, I could, I could eat like a thousand glazed munchkins and not feel bad about it, but I can't eat two glazed donuts and not have (laughs) some sort of guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, I just, that was wrong. (laughs) I know what you mean. I'm a tramp.
0: Hey, going back to uh, the beginning of the conversation, which was around uh, uh, mac and cheese, I got this uh, text from our friend Ra who said that the funny thing about mac and cheese that's also been sexualized uh, because sometimes the sound of mac and cheese being stirred is compared to the sound of sex. Yeah. Which is true. Mm. Awesome. And we'll have to try that out sometime because there's something that Casey does here that sounds like, sex. sounds like sex from time to time. It's always off air.
4: Okay. Uh, All right. So I I I, huh. I
5: want to try that Sounds today. Like
0: can we access? Yeah. Can we access
5: oh, any yeah, yeah, mac yeah. and
0: cheese?
4: Oh, um, that I don't know. Well, tell me, is this mac and cheese or is this sex, Steve?
0: <gasps>
3: That's mac and cheese. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Remember we did the uh, we did the contest. Oh.
0: Peter, can you top me off?
5: Oh. <laughs>
4: Table seven? seven. I'm curious as to what I do off air. That sounds like well, sex. it's not moaning and groaning. Yeah, it's when you pleasure yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's when you're over your <laughs>
0: you're rubbing one out in the trash can. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: oh! It sounds like. Well, sex. you're not going to tell us what it is.
0: It's when he puts hand sanitizer on his hands. Oh, oh, really? I
2: said that to you the end, like a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, but I
0: forget things. Okay, okay, all right. Anyway. Do you like the sound of that? <laughs> Put some on. Okay, yeah. Okay. You want to hear it? Ooh. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it happens to a lot of guys. It happens to a lot of guys. <laughs> all this this stuff I, I don't. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, getting close. You gotta you gotta get closer. Closer. Now and now it's now it's.
1: No more. You gotta lube up again. <laughs> no more. <can> do... <laughs> Three. Okay. Yeah. No. Come
0: that's on. not it. More. All right. Hang on. Is hang it usually? Do you? Is there other that you use from time to time?
3: Here. No. This is the stuff that I use. Oh, like. no. He Am uses it? moisturizer. I've seen you use moisturizer. That's not
0: that. What? Here we go. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard sexier from you before. Now don't forget to warn me. I I know you're uh, you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> oh, oh, there God. it is. I'm sorry. I'm oh, embarrassed. Sorry. Anyway, all right. We got to take a break. So <laughs> Are we getting get mac and cheese or what? <laughs> uh, we're gonna try, <laughs> oh, I guess. But we don't have time for that now. <laughs> oh, okay. Nick's right. mind is locked on mac. <laughs> we got to wrap up the connoisseur. Music, please. Oh yes, here, as here as you we go. We wrap up the Time to wrap up the connoisseur. Someone please get Nick some mac and cheese. Yep. <laughs> All right, we need to take a break. We have some guests coming up. Steve Byrne, comedian, is going to be joining us as well. We also got to talk about some of the events in uh, Rocktober Madness yes. and tell you what's going on with that because that resumes today. Uh, but we will come back with the Bizarre
1: File in a moment, so make sure you stay with us. The president Steve Show Podcast. <laughs> 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
0: We shall do the Bizarre File, and here it is. Now.
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre. finally.
0: Okay, we'll dive right into it. We're going to start with a very strange story out of Alaska. The mayor of Anchorage on Monday admitted to an inappropriate messaging relationship with a local TV news anchor who lodged bizarre and unsubstantiated allegations against him. So Mayor Ethan Berkowitz said, I apologize to the people of Anchorage for a major lapse in judgment I made several years ago when I had a consensual, inappropriate messaging relationship with reporter Maria Athens. And Athens is an anchor of the local Fox and ABC affiliate news station. She had posted a video to her professional Facebook page last Friday, alleging that Berkowitz, the mayor of Anchorage, had posted an illicit photo of himself to an underage girl's website. The anchor claimed the accusations were coming from a re- reliable sources and said that the story would be airing later that night. An investigation by Anchorage police and the FBI and the, the allegations right. found no criminal conduct by the mayor at all. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously the police are going to go, have, yeah, what's going, what's on, going on? So Berkowitz blasted the initial claims as slanderous and categorically false in a statement. Later that day, Athens posted to her Facebook page a nude image purporting to be Berkowitz, the mayor, along with the mayor's initial statement. Uh, The anchor was also uh, arrested at work later that day for punching the station manager, whom she was also romantically involved with. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and Athens acted out at her Saturday arraignment, the newspaper reported as well, interrupting the court with frequent outbursts. And apparently she said, I have pancreatitis. <laughs> well, there you, there you okay. go. All right. I mean, that makes people accuse other people of pedophilia. And she also said she needed to get back to work by Monday. It's unclear if Athens is still employed by the news station. She was charged <laughs> with misdemeanor assault, criminal mischief and disorderly conduct. For her alleged fight at the news station. So, Thanks for
3: joining us tonight on the news. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I guess yep. she was, I don't know, she had a,
3: uh, something. She's an attractive woman, obviously, so they were drawn to her, but uh, there you
0: go. That's... Yeah, but I'm saying, why if, if they had what he said was a consensual, right. inappropriate messaging relationship... Why, all of a sudden, is she wanting to kind of frame this guy? So, uh, I don't know. It
3: either to forward maybe her journalistic career or because she felt <laughs> he did him wrong.
0: Who knows? Yeah, it's going to take a while to get to the bottom of that one. It's a big step. All yeah. right. Uh, most 11-year-old boys try to miss the bus, but this guy stole one. Baton Rouge, Louisiana police say that the boy stole a school bus and led several vehicles on a 45-minute chase. The child was so short, he couldn't reach the gas pedal without standing up while he was driving. So are most... Buses now, automatic transmissions? I believe so, yeah. Uh, Police say the Sunday morning uh, chase ended when the bus ran off the street and smashed into a tree. Uh, The boy wasn't hurt, (coughs) but the driver of one of the vehicles he hit had a minor injury. Jeez. Uh, The bus was taken from a parking lot of the Progress Head Start Center in Baton Rouge. Police said that they don't know how the boy got the keys. And he faces several charges, including vehicle theft. Dude, he was cruising in that bus. Too, I right didn't there.
8: see the video. Was he going fast? Yeah, and there's about 80 cops behind him. On uh, There's somebody with a... Um uh, phone footage from their car as the bus goes cruising by. Wow! Um, and I'll go back on on this,
0: Preston. But like, uh,
8: here he's... comes the bus down the road, and then you'll see you'll see the bus, and then you'll see a lot
0: of cops after him. Yeah, he's lucky. He, yeah, yeah, he's moving. Well, wow, he's lucky he didn't kill somebody or himself. Wow. Don't you think
3: it'd be better to have to, to keep them as standard transmissions? That that way you're probably going to get a better quality of driver. No one can steal them. Yeah.
0: Uh, Carmen and Travis Long of Riverside, California, have a Pirates of the Caribbean themed Halloween display huh. in front of their home. And it contains fake flames, which are freaking people out. They're pretty amazing. Firefighters who responded to the home were so impressed with the faux blaze that they high-fived one of the residents and told them, great job. Uh, Now, hundreds visit the house nightly for fun, and the family has started letting the firefighters know when they turn uh, on their fake. Fire. Did you guys see it? I no. saw it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, in their windows. Right. Right. right yeah, yeah it looks yeah. really cool. It's really well done. Uh, so I guess they use their their shut their blinds or something like that. Right. Right. It's it's really cool looking. So, uh, three men were conducting a photo shoot on the St. Lucie River along Florida's Atlantic coast on Saturday when they fell into the water and the boat kept going. It was driving around unmanned and out of control. I guess it didn't have, like, a dead man switch on it. Uh, The boat circled the men numerous times, forcing them to dive underwater to avoid being run over. Yeah, yeah. The boat then straightened out, hit a concrete block, went airborne, and hit a second dock before coming to a stop. Uh, Sheriff's Office wrote about the incident in a Facebook post, noting that the men were able to swim to a nearby sailboat. Uh, one of the men suffered a minor injury. The investigation has been turned over to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Wow, that would be
3: terrifying. Yes, imagine. of course. Yep. Your own boat kills you. All
0: right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. Oh, which, by the way, has been brought to you today by Robbins Diamonds in tax-free Delaware. Thousands of rings of self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax. Versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robins, Delaware, Diamonds. All right. Normally, we have our two guests that we have on the phone uh, in the studio to talk about this event, this long-time event that has taken place and originated here in Philadelphia. Uh, it is time for the uh, the AIDS Walk. Yes. Uh, it's this Sunday, uh, and like... Pretty much everything else, it has. Uh, it's going to be done virtually. Uh, so we need to find out the details of that and what all one might need to know. So please welcome our friends, uh, Carrie Feller-Bender uh, and also Rob Riker to the yeah. program. Hey, guys. Well, we, we miss seeing you.
10: Morning. Y'all.
0: I know. We miss seeing you guys, too. It is, as they say, what it is, but the show must go on, and that it does. So... Who wants to start here? Rob, you want to begin? Carrie, who's who's up for giving us some information? What we need to know about the virtual event?
12: Well, Carrie, I'll take hear. it away. Okay, <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> um, So, you know, there, this is more than ever. Uh, people need a safe place to live. They need to be in their homes. And the AIDS Walk, while we can't be walking along a beautiful fall weekend along the river drive this weekend, we're encouraging people to walk at home and raise funds for emergency services with people living in HIV here in Philadelphia. So what we're doing, we've put together a fantastic video, including WMMR's own Pierre Robert, the Dukes of Destiny. Who, both of whom the Dukes and Pierre had participated in every single one of the previous 33 aid walks Can you believe it 33 Wow right yeah. And so um, we're asking people come we have a video including a warm-up and a playlist that, that Pierre put together for us and we're asking everyone who come together as a community watch this video and then go out and walk in your own neighborhood
0: okay
5: then
12: you can we're, we're sending people their swag their t-shirts we've got the AIDS Fund AIDS Walk branded masks even if you raise $250 and we'll send it to you walk in your neighborhood and help spread the awareness around HIV which of course hasn't disappeared. Uh
0: yes, of course and you can go to aidswalkphilly.org for information. Rob, I wanted to ask you maybe you can shed some like light, uh, light on this. Obviously COVID uh, you know has has put the kibosh on a lot of live events and especially the immunocompromised are in the danger zone should they uh, be affected by this what what has been the effect on people living with hiv aids uh with uh, with covid in the world now
10: well you know for people who are active in care um hopefully their immune system is uh strong enough to combat covid but too many of our friends family and neighbors aren't in care and you know being HIV positive just puts you at higher risk for so many other things, including heart disease and lung cancer. So those things that also put you at high risk for COVID will certainly um, impact people with HIV. So it's critical that we keep people in their housing so that they can be safe. Um, It's critical that we make sure people living with HIV are able to see doctors Um, you know, to regularly um, as part of their treatment course. So all of those things are going to help people. Um, And, of course, we know that so many people who are living with HIV, particularly people who may be active in their substance abuse or homeless, are going to be extremely high risk. And so we're very concerned about... The impact on people living with HIV. In addition, basic needs have to be met, and that's our goal of the AIDS fund. Okay, you know we want to keep people in housing. Um, so people are losing their jobs, um, or so they're becoming housing insecure, and so we're able to step in and offer grants to keep them in housing. When they are eligible for no other programs well you know the 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 the
3: the feel of this can be replicated by you simply you know those who support and, and and walk you can go walk wherever you want to in whatever park you want to do it, however you approach it, be safe about it and and get that same vibe. The goal is still the same you know the The encouraging news is that a number of these things that have gone virtual have managed to get in the ballpark of what they've done in years past it's not going to be the same. That's for sure. But I think if people are moved to um, to support, you know, I, I think you could have a, a, a good situation here. And for people who actually
5: right.
3: never wanted to or were never able to make it down, here's a way to remotely yeah. participate and maybe add a new layer of participants that you didn't have before.
10: Well, you know, that's one of the beauties. Um, We have a family that has participated in every walk since the beginning because uh, they learned that their brother was HIV positive shortly before the first AIDS walk. There are family members who are going to be walking all over this country uh, this weekend in that family, um, as far away as Oregon. And so, you know, that's, you know, when you look at, I'm going to miss being, down at the art museum on sunday right um without a doubt um we're all going to miss that everybody this has been our tradition for so many years but what i'm really excited about is that people are going to be out walking in their neighborhoods and raising awareness in their own neighborhoods about the ongoing epidemic and that really exciting um about this yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I was looking at the weather forecast. Normally we say, hey, the weather's going to be good Sunday. You know, so, this this is the year that we needed to rain really heavy, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and, of course, it's going to be a halfway decent day, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're going to be able to contribute yep. and, and participate. And just to put some numbers on it, to give you some perspective, and you guys can tell me whether these stats are correct or not, uh, but over 19,500 people or roughly 19,500 people in Philadelphia are living with HIV uh, with the disease. Um, and 30,000 individuals in the greater Philadelphia region are living with the disease as well. So if that number is, is correct, I think that that's a good a motivator for people to, to be a, a part of this event.
10: The numbers are correct. And, okay. you know, we, we continue to have this ongoing epidemic that doesn't get the attention that it once does. And so we really appreciate MMR's uh, annual support in helping us get the word out. But yeah. we can treat people with HIV, we have we've made a tremendous medical advances, but people need to have their basic needs met, and that's where AIDS Fund steps in. Okay, uh, making sure we keep them in their housing, we keep their utilities on, we get them a walker when they need one, all of those things that you know, seventy-five percent of the people we provide grants to are living below the federal poverty level. Um, so. You know they really don't have access to other resources, um, right. and you know that's where we come in. Um, the, the support goes directly to help people living with HIV.
0: Okay, excellent. All right. Well, again, it is this Sunday, eight a.m. and AIDSWalkPhilly.org, dot org, or if that you can't write that down or anything, just go to PrestonSteve dot com. We'll have the information there. Uh, for you to participate in And of course, the one and only, as you said, Carrie The, the Duke will be a part of it <laughs> once again 34 years <laughs> That's unbelievable yeah. Well, uh, kudos to you guys uh, Great job being able to make this happen this year With all the extenuating circumstances that we have And we wish you the best of luck And we know the city's going to come through once again So, good luck that with everything, guys
12: Thank you so much Appreciate right. it, thank Carrie you so and Rob yeah. thank hey. you guys.
0: Uh, That's a tradition, hopefully uh, A tradition that you participate in because it's such a big thing. We need to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. Some guests are joining us uh, this morning as well as continued guests. Uh, We're going to have Steve Byrne on. A movie coming out. We'll be back in a second.
7: Stay with us. Love MMR?
0: Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy.
3: If you're ready for love and ready to get engaged, visit Steven Singer Jewelers. He makes buying an engagement ring easy. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers.
10: With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Some uh, updates on Rocktober Madness uh, from yesterday's matchups. <laughs> Dave Matthews banned against Aerosmith in the Pierre Pancake bracket. Uh, Aerosmith beat uh, DMB. Uh, Then you had, in our bracket, Stone Temple Pilots against ACDC. ACDC won that one. Uh, In the Jackson and Sarah bracket, we were curious as to which way the Prince-Tom Petty matchup was going to go, just because it's been so weird. Yes. Um, And Tom Petty won that. Okay. And then the last matchup was in the Jackie and Brent bracket, and it was, who was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rush against Shinedown and Shinedown beat Rush. I was a little disappointed by that, but, you know. Shinedown fan base. I didn't think Rush would go the distance anyway. No. So I would just like to have seen them get a little bit further. So the next matchups are Offspring and Sublime, followed by Ozzy and Queen. Uh, Then you have Green Day against Pink Floyd and then the final matchup will be the Doors and Iron Maiden. The Doors pulled an upset. Who did they beat in the last round? They beat Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, Pierre's getting his uh,
0: ass kicked in this yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I am still holding out hope that, I, and, and I was curious, my, my two top contenders I think so far are ACDC and Tom Petty. I see either one of those winning the whole thing. I did didn't you? fill out. I didn't fill out the bracket. No, so. neither
3: did I, because I always get it wrong, and it's yeah. depressing.
0: Yeah, um, I, I would. S- ACDC has new music coming out, and Tom Petty is just beloved, and and you know. So and, obviously- but though you know, we've seen,
3: we've seen you know bands that just pull ahead, and again, I I don't ever underestimate the rabid fan base of Shinedown. Hmm. Yeah, I just pulled this up so I know
0: it's not what we're talking about. Sorry. We shall see. Uh, going back to the Killers. Uh, by the way, that uh, uh, MMR October Madness kicks off today at 11.30. Uh, this is in 2020. Lindsey collaborated with the Killers on their studio album. Who's Lindsey?
8: Lindsey Buckingham.
0: Oh. Uh, that Im- guitar solo
8: that you like at the end of that, it's Lindsey Buckingham.
0: No way. Yeah.
8: I, d- I just found that out as well. Okay. So he worked with the Killers on this record, and, uh, and he is the guitarist on... Cool. on I Lodge. love Lindsey
0: Buckingham. And by so, the way, I was going to talk about something else, and we probably good. will, but I, but I will bring this up real quick since you mentioned uh, Lindsey Buckingham. Um uh, the dreams yes. thing. That's, that's Stevie Nicks did the thing. Mm-hmm. Stevie the Nicks. Thing. Stevie Nicks jumped on and did that, and so did Mick Fleetwood, right. and a few others. And <laughs> uh, I missed it. I, I missed the whole. You thing. saw the original, yeah, though? yeah. Eventually, after it was already gigantic, this is the video of the guy on the skateboard, right, uh, singing a part of dreams. I mean, it's a was a 10-second video, and yeah. all of a sudden it, it kind of exploded, and I was like. I don't know. I don't get what the big deal is. There's, but
3: there's so much of that stuff now yeah. that pops up every two minutes. But that one, it's easy to miss out on those things.
0: One thing I do like is the fact that there is some renewed uh, interest in Fleetwood Mac. Yes, uh, which I think is really cool. I, think, I just yeah. watched the uh,
3: the dance the other night. the um, the, the live. Um, oh, I con- love that. That is a great concert uh film i guess you call it or whatever it is but it's it's an incredible performance and i forgot that um courtney love is in the audience for that she is yeah
8: oh that's cool yeah it was two nights in la i think it was 97 or 98 Steve, that they released that it's a it's a great live dvd and and cd as well um and it's cool to see the whole band uh still vibe together and and they've kind of you know fallen apart since then because lindsey left the band and they've uh, christy mcvee has been in and out so many times but um uh, I love that
0: live record. So the guy's name is Nathan Apotica, uh, who did the uh, uh, the skateboard, the original video. And I guess he was just, you know, he just posted it. And, yeah. And it took on a life of its own. He, like, mm. didn't do it to get a uh, viral reaction. But sometimes you never know. You don't know what's going to take off. He now and,
3: has a home in Calabasas
0: and a $30 million. <laughs> million <laughs> well, <report> and, <laughs> and, but now he'll be thrown on the pile yeah. right. of all the other... 10-minute sensations. And there's a ton of them. And there would be more. There yeah. There will be more, and these will come and go, and someday, you know, it's his 15 minutes, but that's that's a lot of time. Very rarely does one turn into career, you know, or something that yes. really... not everyone's a PewDiePie. Goes the distance. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part, it's a flare-up. Right. And, dude, you better grab it while you can. Yeah. TikTok it, is... Get whatever money you can out of it, as... Quickly as you can, because it will be gone before you know it. You're so right, Marissa.
6: Did you see that Ocean Spray gave him uh, a whole like year supply of juice and a car? Oh, and a car
3: car. and a car. Yeah,
6: there's a pickup truck that all the juice was inside of. That was part of the gift as well. So,
3: Marissa, maybe you um, maybe you know. So, uh, like on TikTok, um, we talk about the way these things are monetized and and the views and how people and they actually end up making money off it. What is it per view if you if you
6: I don't know what it is on TikTok. I know a lot of companies were staying off of TikTok because-
3: They thought it was going away.
6: N- you actually weren't able to monetize it Oh, all right. It
3: I- was my understanding that there's actually like, a, you know, sense on the view or something like that, but maybe I'm wrong. That could yeah. have
6: changed. Um, but I know that's why a lot of the TikTokers will post them on Instagram and Instagram Reels because now Reels is trying to replace TikTok.
5: Oh, oh wow. Reels. Yeah.
0: Some <laughs> Um Awesome sauce. So I guess, you know, what what you need to do is you, you have to take that and, and uh, take it to another avenue and try to make some money via an advertising campaign or something like that. I don't know. But it, it has uh, had people revisiting or discovering Fleetwood Mac's back catalog, the chain. And landslide are now both on the Spotify US chart and across all streaming services. Fleetwood Mac songs were up sixty eight percent.
3: I love that band, and
0: Stevie Nicks is a giant. She's unbelievable. Her talent. Yeah, she's uh, everybody was great. Yeah, man, it's they're very impressive. If you look at the makeup; they're one of those, really one of those super groups of like the Eagles or yeah. the Beatles. You know, these this group of people. Managed whatever paths they took in life, brought them together, and then boom—a little bit different though because they were they were kind of chosen, and as opposed to the Beatles, which were just guys that kind of grew up in the same town and they yeah. made a band and they were incredible. These were kind of handpicked here and there, and some shuffling around of the lineup, but eventually it landed on. The right magical people got together. Rumors album was, was yeah, just masterpiece. exploded. Masterpiece. And then at one point, they were all banging each other, which yes. makes me think it would be a really good uh, movie at some point. And know? they did obscene amounts of cocaine. Yes, they, they did. did. So um good for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Keep at it. All right. So the Cocaine other, is very good. The other thing. That oh, no, was, it's very bad. I'm if sorry. If we've learned anything, cocaine Co- is great. Yeah. No. I think we learned it's bad. <laughs> We always so, learn the wrong lesson. Another thing that, that kind of went viral the other day, but not to that extent. This was just a, a tweet about a beloved card game. Uh, Uno. Oh, and I know you hate Uno. I do hate Uno. You pretty much hate all I
3: do. Games. I do. Uno was one that was foisted upon me a number of times. Like, Try it again. Try it again. All right. All right. And uh, it's one of those things I could ju- I just... I And I know it's my ADD. I don't blame the game itself, but it just... Bores the
0: F out of me. Well, yeah, then it's, yeah. it's not your thing. Yeah. It's not my thing, man. But I, I've played a gazillion games. I'm of, in Toronto. Of Uno. My mm-hmm. kids, um day before yesterday, asked me if I wanted... They had some friends over there that were you know, doing some school work and yeah. uh, asked if I wanted to play, and I, I had some work to do, so I couldn't do it. So kids are... People still play Uno right. quite yeah. regularly. It's a very popular game. I don't remember ever pulling this, okay? So Uno recently reminded people on their Twitter about a rule that nearly everyone seems to ignore and people weren't all that happy about it. Yesterday, Uno tweeted about one of the rules that many people seem to be ignoring, so much so that it has become an official, unofficial rule where everyone knows that you can do it, though it's not mentioned in the official rules. And so the tweet from Uno read, per management, you cannot stack a draw two on a draw two. Which means what? Or a plus two on a plus two. So the way Uno... I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. That's well, part of the original rule. So no. Okay. Well, it says you can't do that. So here's what I had always done, Kathy, oh and tell me if you did or not, and then I'll explain how this goes, Steve. But if somebody puts down a a blue plus two on you, right, and say you have a yellow one, yeah, then you would you put your yellow one down. Now would that mean that the person next, yeah. Would have to draw four.
4: Did you play it? That no. Way? You...
2: Oh no. no. Like I, I, would have to draw the two, and then if I put the yellow two down, the person next to me would have to draw. No, two. you draw
4: two and lose a turn. I think you lose a turn.
0: Mm. Or yeah. Or, but anyhow, they're they're saying what people were doing. Kathy was, they would put down somebody would put down a blue plus two, then they would play a blue plus, uh, uh, or I mean like a yellow plus two. Yeah. And then they would say the next person has That's to draw four. Yeah. And if they would throw Mm -hmm. down like a green plus two, the person after that would have to draw six. Oh,
2: that's getting I've never played
0: that. No, No, we don't. Uno says this is the, the
3: this is what they believe the standard rule should be, but no one plays that way.
0: They, no, they say that you can't do that. Oh, I have no they idea. You it's cannot crap. do that, but people were doing it anyway.
2: And it's not stated in the rules. See, right. I, I recently read the rules because uh, we're into Uno now uh, at the house. So I'm so sorry. Just like the ba- – yeah. no, you know what? I, I don't mind. Uno yeah. is way better than some of those damn board games. that He loved Monopoly for oh a while. Oh, my God. <sighs> well, then, okay. I'll we would leave that. it out and, like, play over days, weeks. Um, <sighs> So now he's just into Uno. I'm, just, I'm fine with that. But, uh, yeah, so I recently had to go over some of the rules with him. Uh, because he likes to make his own rules, but I didn't see that in there about the you can't put plus two on plus two.
0: Uh, yeah, so there and they they also say that you and some people were doing it with the wild card plus four, right? But that you absolutely lose a turn on there. So. Yeah, but well,
4: all right. So if the rule does not indicate that you can't stack, does it indicate that you lose a turn? In that, the rules
0: that I don't know. I need to. I, I, I have, need to see the rules. I would have to read that
4: because that is the rule. Then and then you can't just make your own rule on top of the object, uh, f- so the it. The object refresh my memory.
0: Well, the way it works, Steve, is you have you have cards of different numbers and right. different colors. There's four different colors, right? I believe they're uh, yellow, red, blue, and green. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, other cards that that cause things to happen. Like there's a skip. Okay. Uh, there's a reverse, right? Uh, then there's a draw four. Okay, I remember that. Uh, and then there's draw twos, and the draw four is wild. I forgot what that means.
4: It means you pick your color, right? So you have a regular wild, which has no draws to it. You just throw the uh, the card down. You pick. Right. You pick the color, and then you have a draw four, which so, is a wild, which plus. means you
0: you change the color and you can and ha- the person the next player has to draw four. Okay, yes. I got gotcha. you. So what happens, Steve, is if somebody puts down, you can match. The number or the the card um, command yeah. with a different color. So if somebody throws down a green skip, you can throw down a blue skip uh, and continue to play. And or well, it would skip. <laughs> skip's a bad uh, uh, example. A reverse. Let's say somebody okay. throws down a blue reverse, and it, it goes to your turn. And then you can put down a red reverse, and it will turn around and go the other you, way. You could be speaking Mandarin right now. and it would be less
8: interesting.
5: I'm trying.
0: Here's what I was always uh, figured out weird was when you were playing with just two people. Yeah. And you play a skip. Right. It's yeah. just your turn. It's just uh, your turn. Right? That's all. Yeah. We, I feel
2: like a lot of the rules go out the door Same right? thing yeah. Yeah. when you reverse. just play with two of them. Yeah. 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 And a reverse.
4: Reverse, yeah. skip, draw two, draw four. They're all, you're just skipping the the, the other, your competitor's yeah. turn. Yeah. Now. What the f***? <laughs> Uh, two things: um, when you have two cards left, uh, and oh, I'm, yeah, and you have a draw four, and you throw the draw four wild. Now you're left. You have a yellow in your hand. Will you say? Will you call the color that you have? Or yeah. if you're playing with oh more, if you're, if you're playing with more than one person, do you call the color that you have, or do you play a little mind game? Oh, so they oh. think that it's your color, and they really try to change the
0: color. Uh huh. Uh I usually play it pretty straight but that's a good strategy. Yeah. I yeah. would like uh Uno the Purge. That would be cool. <laughs> Where you, when when you
4: have when you get Uno you get to kill another, person, to kill at another person at the table. You get to kill another person at the table. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like Steve, it. uh in the last Walking Dead uh Far From Beyond whatever it's called, um these kids are in a Spring break. they're in a treehouse. <laughs> yeah. And they're it's nighttime and they're just kind of trying yeah. to pass the time and they find a, a Monopoly game, and I couldn't help but think, I'm like, if this was Steve, he would jump out of the I would dive and feed himself to I the zombies. I would dive out into the zombies. <laughs> in fact, zombies? I, I,
3: I would put the new sauce <laughs> from Kentucky Fried Chicken all over me.
4: Steve, we uh, we play
8: Monopoly all the time in our uh, house. My my son loves it. Um, But th- it's funny because th- there are parallels between Monopoly and, and Uno where rules just change over time, and, and one that is now common, and, and I think where most people play Monopoly is uh, free parking gets you 500 bucks automatically. Any, any fine that you pay goes right into the That's what the we, would we would
3: do. Yeah. yeah, we would so, throw the fines in. The, in modified the rules will become part of the accepted yeah. um, rule, even though it's if it's not house codified rules. by um, yeah. Yeah. the actual. Yeah. yeah. What is the rule?
0: You can have house rules. It's nothing.
8: Yeah. When you get to free parking, you're not, you're not supposed to get money. You're not supposed to put oh. that money. Like, if you get fined $200 for whatever, you're supposed to just pay that to the bank. Huh. It changes the game, and it makes it a little more fun, and there's kind of a lottery involved.
0: Uh, feel free to call with your house rules if you want. Two one five two six three WMMR. It's like a pool. You know, we have a pool table. I got house rules. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. What yeah. are the rules? Uh, fold your laundry on it. Uh, fold. Yeah, you, <laughs> you do your laundry on it. Uh, if you, if you. Um, sink a ball and scratch you have to pull the, that ball back out okay uh one foot on the ground at all times All times, i get that um there is i've forgotten the rest of them but there isn't one foot on uh, the ground at all times a standard rule yeah but if, if it's your house you can right. you can change it so right. um uh we always call the pocket uh no slop we call it if you make a slop shot you lose your turn okay a ball stays
4: in but you lose your turn you also have foosball
0: Yes. No spinsies. No spinsies ever get out of my house. <laughs> yeah, what do you say? Spinsies <laughs> just—it's just a
3: cheap. Tr- it, it's, so, you might as well uh, even just don't play.
0: They had foosball tables at my kid's middle school. Right. I taught them strictly no spin. And they would go and play at school. Nobody there has a foosball table, and they would they would play by our house rules, and and everybody thought it was funny and stupid because
3: mm, they, they were spinsies, aren't they?
0: They were spinners. Sons of bitches. Spinners. He does spinners. I bought a uh, chessboard
8: last week. I love playing chess and uh, checkers is fun too. On the reverse side of the chessboard is a backgammon. Board. Oh, I've never played backgammon. My, My wife, wife loves. Right. Back. She's taught me about forty four times. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. forget right. every time I so play. <laughs> I, I tried watching a YouTube instructional yeah. video on how to play backgammon, and uh, Steve, the face you were making while Preston was explaining Uno to you was yeah. me. Was <laughs> the same face that I had while trying to watch this backgammon video. I don't think that backgammon is inherently that difficult. It, it, it isn't. It I've actually just isn't. never played
3: it. You, you know, just have I, to
8: play it enough to remember
3: the rules. Okay.
0: I think there's. Two versions of it, all right, and one is more difficult than the other. One is gaping
4: anus backgammon, <laughs> <I was> correct?
8: <laughs> well, I don't want to play that one.
4: Uh, no, the the uh... don't knock it till you try. <laughs> I played it uh, at the 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 little cigar shop. They you know they have like, like like a little. La- I loved it, okay. and I actually yeah. was um it's fun game. Was good at it like right off the bat you're pretty good at board games though like you're very good well, not like strategic games and so there's strategy with with the backgammon and and um it didn't take long for me to figure out the strategy okay. i think i just got to dive in and play yeah, so, so
3: backgammon is one of those games that, that again i i i can get into a little bit because my wife loves it so much the video game versions of it are pretty true to the um the actual gameplay a game i've never understood as mahjong yeah i mean neither do you like chess I, chess, I do enjoy. Yeah, chess to me is more tactical and more strategical,
4: yeah. and I, I do enjoy it. Um, Mexican-trained dominoes is, yeah. I couldn't believe how much fun I had playing Did that. Did you play that because of Preston's wife? No, so we, we played it beforehand. I actually, we went, uh, it was a game night at a friend's house uh, about a year and a half or so ago, and I went over there thinking that we were going to play Pinochle, and I'm like, man, I haven't played Pinochle in a while. And they ripped out the. They brought the dominoes out, and I was so pissed. I was like, "Dude, I don't want to play dominoes." And I we we left that night, and my wife and I were like, "I cannot believe how much fun we had playing, playing dominoes. dominoes."
0: Yes. By the way, Steve, this person has your house rule. Okay, their house rule is don't start playing the game.
4: Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. a good rule. Uh, that's
0: a good rule. Here is. Let me get a couple of calls here. First, I'm going to go to Deb, who is an Uno expert. All right, hi Deb. <laughs>
9: Hey, good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at the work. No,
0: we need to know what, what uh, what's your take on the stacking thing?
9: Um, oh my gosh! Well, we don't play by the rules at all. My dad and I have been playing since 1983. He has records where I we've played probably twenty thousand games. Wow! Um, I actually probably win the majority of the times. Um, there's <laughs> there's no rules in our in our play. We will use draw fours. On top of draw fours, on top of um, draw twos, reverses, there's there's no rules in our book. So we just play one-on-one. Um, when I end up playing with a group of kids, uh, they get so mad because I don't play by the rules. Right? I'm a hoarder, so I can kind of do whatever <laughs> I want. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> well, if right. you can tailor the rules to guarantee a victory, that's, that's pretty smart.
9: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think with the... It's more fun when you can um, have uh, seven cards in your hand and you put down a draw four, a draw two, a skip, and then you're out and the person's sitting there holding all their cards. (laughs) I mean, my dad's 80 now, so I feel a little bit bad, but... um...
0: That's a fun way to end, yeah, definitely. So
3: the ultimate way that th- you win in Uno by being uh, left
0: with what one card? No, no, no. You 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 go out first. You no cards. All right, and then you agree on maybe a point total uh, deb on on who wins, like five hundred or something like that, because you can end up what cards are left in your hand. Oh, I see. I, or, I, I forgot how. It or goes. a number of hands that you play, or something like that.
9: Right. So we we won't keep track of the points we have left. We strictly keep track of how many games we play. Okay. So in the course of, a, of an afternoon, I mean, we might play 50 games, oh, um, you know, but we also have rules where if you play 10 games and you've won eight of them, we stop playing because you're just having a bad day, and it's kind of not fair.
3: Yeah, I could probably do the 50 games if the room was closed with just a window and a hose running to the gas pipe of a running car. I could probably do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought about about maybe you could try this with your with your dad, Deb. I thought about maybe because there are a couple of family games that we play at my house. We play like Rummy Cube and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought yeah. about having a penalty for the loser. Of how we'll agree on a certain amount of rounds, and then there's a penalty for the loser, right? Uh, like you have to wear a strap on for the rest of the day oh or something God. like that. But of course, we wouldn't I, do that. I, at the if house, going to maybe you get your dad to do it. <laughs> right. No, but I, I thought about I, I thought about that for yeah. us here oh. on the show. Oh, if we did, if we had some type of a competition amongst okay. us, okay, the loser has to agree. The next day to do something the entire day. I'd like to see Kathy at
3: Floral and Hardy with a strap on. Or just at
0: work. Something here where we wouldn't, you know, (laughs) get in a lot of trouble. But think of a penalty. Uh, All right. Miss, you're going to have to leave with that.
9: Uh, I'll keep that in mind. I'll pass it along to my dad, and like I said, since he does lose often, um, he lives uh, kind of around the corner from you, Preston, so maybe uh, whatever I make him do, we'll just uh, walk yeah. down the block there. have him you walk know? around the neighborhood yeah,
0: with a yeah. strap-on him yeah. <laughs> And you'll know,
9: hey, I
3: know
0: you.
4: Yeah. <laughs> all right, thank you, so Deb.
9: Hold a Uno card. All right, take care, guys. Thanks. See
4: you later. Did you ever play a card game? It looks like Uno. It's called Skippo. Yes. Okay. What we played that? all versions
0: of Uno. We had Uno Attack. We had uh, Spin Uno. Skippo So we had Skippo in
4: college, but we Ty-bo. never actually used it to for what it was actually supposed to be used for. Oh, did it for. become a drinking game? It was a drinking of game course. and we played you you've played high low with a regular deck of cards. Sure. Well we played high low with with Skippo. Okay. And, oh, my God, it was, like, instant. What like, is the
3: difference between Uno and
4: Skippo? Well, uh, I I don't know. Okay. I had I, don't no remember. It had I s- never played the
3: legit rules. It had to do with
8: skipping turns. Okay. Or something. Yeah, yeah, like right. It was
0: a big part of it.
8: But it's I like the same card company, right?
0: Like they, um, Is they're... it Milton Bradley? Uh, no. It says from the makers of Uno. Yeah, yeah there it, we right? go. Yes, Whammo. Wow. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, all right, let me go to some other calls here. <laughs> uh, I will go, and mainly people want to talk about what they do in Uno as far as customizing the game. I'm going to go to uh, Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning guys bud what's up with you man
10: okay so if you have two cards left in uno technically you're supposed to say uno if you do not you're and someone calls you on it you have to pick up four cards so i always stack my cards in my hand so other people can't see how many cards i have left and i guess my question is is that cheating or not cheating
0: but wait a minute is there any, any penalty for them calling you out
10: yeah, you, I think you have, to, you have to pick up four cards. If you
0: don't call Uno when you have Uno. No, no, no. But if, No, the other yeah. way around. If somebody says, wait a minute, you got one card. I'm calling you out because you didn't say Uno. Is there any penalty for them because you actually had two cards?
10: Uh, that is a good question. I then it, no
0: then it has nothing to do with the gameplay. It's just having some fun. So All I right. think and you're and okay. that's not
4: cheating. You're good.
0: Yeah, you're good, man. You're cheating. Okay. You get a pass. All right, appreciate <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> let me go to uh, Patrick. Hey, Patrick, good morning.
10: Hey, what's up? You guys rock. All right, oh! All
0: right, customizing your game. What do you do?
10: So, basically, when I play, whenever I play Uno, um, what he said um, just a while ago, um, me and a bunch of my buddies, we do call each other out um, if they don't call Uno. But what happens is if you call them out, like if you stack your cards and they actually have more than one, yep. you actually have to pick up four. Okay. So it actually, backfires on you. So it's basically a gamble. Okay. Okay. All right. Also, I do play stacks, like pick up two, pick up four, reverses, even skips.
0: Okay. All right. And That's then so it's, complicated. And then it says Monopoly. You have a, <laughs> you have a uh, a customization.
10: Yeah. So Monopoly. Oh, oh we lost Damn it! Him. I just hung up. Uh-huh. On. I can tell you
4: what it, what it
10: was.
0: He said, if you roll doubles, you get a thousand dollars. No, uh, snake eyes only. Snake eyes only. We used to, if you rolled three doubles in a row, oh, yeah. you had to go to jail.
8: I think yeah. that's an actual rule. Is, is it? that a rule? Uh, yeah, yeah. And then the only way to get out of jail is by ro- rolling doubles or now you getting can... the get-out-of-jail-free card. Or now
2: you can pay. Yeah,
8: You're 50 bucks, right? Yeah, you can yeah, pay to yeah. get out. Do we you think
3: it. that these, these rules, be, they're almost like a virus. So, the, So the game comes out. And then somebody starts playing it a certain way, and then then it spreads out. So these faux rules yeah. start to spread. And I, I wonder how how surprised you would be with games that you routinely play, what the real rules yeah. say you can and cannot do. Yeah, because you've played, you your, adopted the,
0: the rules that somebody showed right. you how to play. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know, but you're right. The the rules like that over time have have spread. Yes, and people pick up on them. One where they
3: don't change for the most part is in is in gambling games where money's involved. Correct. The 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 I mean, when was the last time there was a major shift in blackjack?
0: No, or other, it doesn't happen, right? Um, it it can be different in some places depending on oh. what casino you're in. Because oh, really, I, I played. I was on a I was on a, uh, a cruise ship one time, and Casey the push went to the dealer. Yes, so I, when, we, that, when we when dude. we were in
4: London, I played blackjack, and Standard I got my, accents. Well, that yeah, and then also, so push goes to the dealer also. Um, the deal, so in, in, in London, the dealer only got one card, right? And then everybody played their hands. And so I got a blackjack, right? And then the dealer, so normally when you get a blackjack in the United States, Jack, you win, you win, you get your money automatically. Yep. You had to wait in London to see what the dealer got. And then when the dealer ended up getting 21, I didn't win my blackjack money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but twenty one with multiple cards. I mean, with two cards, not with multiple cards, right? They can- uh, I don't remember. I want to say with just two cards, but I don't know if there was a with three cards. I think. I, so here, I think it was
3: with as the dealing process goes. The second you get you get
0: a blackjack, you win. You win. Yeah, they yeah. even say it. They'll just go blackjack winner, and they're still yep. dealing other cards. Huh. You, you win automatically. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, but can you buy? Is at that point you buy insurance if you want to because you haven't seen the uh, the dealer's hand.
4: Um, you can in London. No, no, here. No, no, no. You you get blackjack. You win no matter what. Right. Insurance? Did you get like fire and theft? Or what do you get? <laughs> no, uh, you just pay half
0: of whatever your bet is. Oh, or, okay. I, yeah. I hated I money. I forgot. I never did. I never did insurance. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's when they would show a face up if they'd want to buy insurance. That's what it was. Anyway, uh, Uno says you can't. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. No, you can't do the. Uh, you can't stack the the plus two. But listen, play however you want to play. Uh, This is really troubling for for me
3: because it's a game that I never play. Mm, Well, you're never going to play again.
0: Yeah.
2: That's another topic. Triple stamp, uh, double stamp. Uh, We just started watching that movie. Oh, Uh, you did? Yeah, Jay's watched both of them. Don't get
0: Casey started.
2: Loves it.
10: Yes, I love him.
0: (laughs) We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. uh, And we have comedian, actor, and director Steve Byrne on the show. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
11: Justin and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. You heard correctly. The event is a little earlier than usual. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families staring food insecurity right in its face. Which makes the Camp Out Business Challenge more important than ever. Props to Subaru of America for leading the way, challenging other area companies to get involved. It's effective team building for your staff as they rally together to help fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good for those who go the extra mile there are prizes for the top three business challenge donations including preston and steve broadcasting live from your place and for your staff go to wmmr.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items preston and steve's camp out for hunger from 93.3 wmr putting philly first
0: Let's get right to it. Our next guest, we love having him on He's anytime, and uh, his dream has come true. He has made a film about what he loves. It is stand-up comedy, and we, uh, we just got to get him on right now. Ladies and gentlemen, writer and director of the film, The Opening Act, it is Steve Burns.
7: Hey, guys. Hi, Steve. How you doing, man? Doing well. I was just watching the news. I, I hate to bring this up. I was just watching the news. Oh, I man, saw, shut up! I saw Joe Biden. They asked Joe Biden. They said, Joe... What do you think of Kenosha? He said, how dare you? Her name is Kamala.
4: Oh, God. <laughs> okay. God, Steve, I was so worried that it was going to be a Steelers-Eagles joke. I apologize no, no, for no. jumping on you there. I'm just a little sensitive.
7: I'm a guest in your house. I'm <laughs> That's <down here>. right.
4: <laughs> and you, you respect that.
3: That's awesome. Uh, uh, how, about, how about you, though, Steve? I mean, I was reading the reviews. Rotten Tomatoes, 83% f- for uh, yeah. the opening act. All the... Uh, the reviews are are solid. This is something you've been talking to us about for a couple of years. I think what 2018 it got underway.
7: Yeah, we filmed in 2018, edited in 2019, and then the crap hit the fan in 2020. So now we're coming out streaming VOD. You know what, though,
3: in in a way, I think it, it people are so rabid for new content, and they see something like this pop up. There's been a few things that have flirted with the notion of stand up comedy, uh, you know, in movies, but they never quite get it right, or they get it like the the movie Punchline, which didn't quite work and some other things either the apatow series was 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 had its moments but i i think what uh, correct me if i'm wrong you really wanted to capture the embryonic stages of someone's career (laughs) right and 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 what you go through because i i I did stand up for a while of course I'm, i'm just a piker compared to what you know your career and other careers but there is something unique about it and the critical reviews are saying They've never seen the roller coaster aspect of those early days of taking the stage and trying to perfect a stand up career captured as well as it is in your movie.
7: Yeah, I, I think that was the goal. The goal for me was to write the best film that's ever been done about stand up, especially the beginning. And every comic has had that last job, so I thought that's where you want to. That's where you want to see it from, because then you get exposed to it. So it was seeing this kid go all in, leave his job, yeah, take take the opportunity to take his first time ever at a professional comedy club. So you're dealing with hecklers, bachelorette party, uh, <laughs> pleasing the manager, even doing, yes, morning radio for the very first time, which is a very distinct muscle that you've got to be, you got to work at. And everything that's happened in the film has happened to me in real life. So I did get kicked off morning radio <laughs> the first time I did it. And, and yeah, I'm really excited for this to come out. And I'm really excited to see what you guys think of, um, of that particular scene. It's very important. Okay consequences throughout the course of the film
0: okay then def- definitely I want to see that part and I love you know you you got some big names Bill Burr and Cedric the Entertainer and Ken Jeong and so on but I'm really happy you got uh, Jimmy O. Yang uh he's he's great we've had him here in the studio before I love his work and uh is he kind of uh, is this a composite character is this you is this who's who's he kind of playing in the in the show yeah or in it's the movie?
7: semi-autobiographical I you know we, I thought, you know, uh, I happen to be an Asian-American writer-director. What? Let's happen, to, let's happen to cast an Asian in this film. But I never did it for the, for the sake of, like, I'm doing this for diversity. And it's like, the hell with all that. It just <laughs> happens to be what it is. I'm not force-feeding anybody. And I simply just cast my friends in all this film. So when, okay. I, when I was thinking, hey, I, I need a skanky-looking cop in this film. Hey, Tom Segura.
3: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Uh, uh, you know what I, I wanted to ask you, and I know our time is, you're, you're on a tour. This is one of the rare times we've had you on a, on a tour for, for something. But uh, the, the thing I think is is always the essential um, issue with movies where they do feature stand-up and they try to have stand-up depicted or a television show or whatever, is the level of comedy that the comedian is expressing on stage when they're first getting started. How did you properly make sure that, that from the gate, who Jimmy uh, Yang is an accomplished comedian, that he wasn't, Killing, you know, and the material wasn't so super sharp. How did you basically amateur it up?
7: Well, what, to amateur it up, I said, Jimmy, just do your material. <laughs> um, wow. Sick. Wow, so, that, is, that
3: is hard.
7: What we did was I told Jimmy, I said, let's go back to the beginning of your career and go through those old notebooks and find the jokes that ah. didn't work, and let's do those jokes. And ah. I never coached the audiences. I always just said, guys, just go up and do your stand-up. Let's get natural reaction from from the audience. Uh, the only stand-up I wrote in the film is Jimmy's very last set, when he has to really kind of shine and, and hopefully do well. That was the only time I gave the audience a little a – little, uh, I prefaced what the scene was about, and then I let Jimmy just do the material. And lo and behold, once again, Jimmy O. Yang, total pro, did those jokes for the very first time and executed them flawlessly because if that last scene doesn't work – the whole film doesn't work, and he he nailed it. I got to tell you, he nailed it. So was uh, Cedric doing a lot of his own material when he's on the stage? Yeah, and I think Cedric was winging it, which kind of made me angry because I'm like, <laughs> he's just improving bits that I would write down and be like, that could be my closer. Wow. did you
3: think? I think see a lot of people just kind of dismiss Cedric the Entertainer and just think of him as sort of a like a gimmick or I don't know what they perceive him as, but the guy is naturally really mm. funny.
7: Oh my God. I, I didn't know what I would, what we would get. I, I wanted somebody who looked like an established headliner and we got it in, 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 in aces with this. And I'm telling you, he nails this film. He's got so many gears. He shifts between. There's definitely a character arc for Cedric's character in this and he starts off kind of as a curmudgeon and you got to warm up to him like most headliners on the road. You got to, they, they've heard it all. How did you get started? Okay, kid, I'm here to do my job. <laughs> and that's how Cedric's character comes off and slowly, Jimmy's character wears on him, and, and a, a nice friendship develops there, yeah. and Cedric just nails it. But i got to tell you, Alex Moffat from SNL steals this movie. He's so damn good in this He's song. great. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic. And, and the thing is, all my friends are in it, and they're all brutally honest. Everybody from Neil to Segura to Burr, they all call or text me after they watch their screener, and they say the same thing. I loved it. It was authentic. And you just brought up all these horrible <laughs> memories. I thought I had forgotten <laughs> so I see my therapist. This the day, bastard, so. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Mission accomplished.
0: Hey, I, I have to ask this on behalf of my daughter. She's a huge 21 Pilots fan. Debbie Ryan's in the movie. She's married to Josh Dunn of 21 Pilots. Did he, yeah. did he ever come out for any of the filming?
7: He did come by set for a day and couldn't be nicer. And cool. you, see, you see the epitome of what every comic wants to be. Every comic wants to be a rock star. And this guy comes on set, he's shredded, he's good-looking, he's, wow. he's engaged to Debbie Ryan, he makes me want to sue my parents, <laughs> and that's the distinction between rock and roll and comedy. <laughs> if we were in a rock band, we'd be the keyboard player. I think we're cool, but we're kind of not cool. Yeah. Yep. I got you, I know what you mean. Well, then yeah. I
3: have to ask, Candace Cameron Bure is in the film as well, yes?
7: She is not, but I would give everything to, for her to be in it. I she, love her.
3: She's listed in the credits. I was a blown. Uh, I was blown away by that news that she's not in it. Then that, that, that's
7: amazing that Candice Cameron Bury is listed in the film. I wrote and directed it. I'm not even in mm-hmm. it, and she's in it. <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs>
3: Well, it, perhaps in the second film, in the follow-up, if you can make her a lead, I'd appreciate it.
7: That's right. Yeah. I, I Always something to strive for. with your yeah. goal.
0: Hey, so, so Steve, since this is your baby um, and, you know, obviously things are different with, with video on demand and so forth, there's no big premiere or anything like that. Have you done a virtual premiere of sorts with the people involved or anything like that?
7: No, I think what I'm going to end up doing is going out with a bunch of guys. I'm going to go out with Vince and Peter Billingsley and Bill Burr and some other friends from the, uh, from the film. We're, going to, we're actually going to screen it at the Comedy Store in the parking lot just for the cast oh. and some other comics. So we're going to do that. I'm pretty excited to just hang with human beings as opposed to my kids. I, I've been with them <laughs> for way too long. Yep. You know, it's funny. when, when the, Before the pandemic hit, I hit the road And my daughter is at the age now where she understands daddy's leaving, and she was getting emotional and crying at the bay window as I'm pulling out and crying. And every fiber, I want to run in and go, I'm not going. I'm going to stay home. But I had to keep the lights on, so I go to work. And then I come home. Pandemic hits. We're quarantined. I'm with my daughter. I'm with my son. I'm with my wife. It's great. Six months in, I'm like, what water fountain did you chuck a quarter into and wish that daddy would stay home? Because you caused a global <laughs> pandemic. Food shortages, <laughs> recession, racial tension. This is all my daughter's fault, guys. She, she did it all. Well, I just have to ask you quickly,
3: because... You have this movie that highlights the, uh, the struggle of, of getting into this lifestyle, of this, this occupation, and then everything goes into stasis. I think people can see this, and when everything resumes, and it's starting to resume, and stand-up shows are starting to take place, maybe give the audience a better appreciation of what exactly goes into being a successful stand-up.
7: Yeah, I mean, look, you pretty much nailed the whole film. I, I think, look, everybody's been to a comedy club, but you've never been on the road. And right. That's what this film's truly about. People are going to be shocked at the amount of failure that comics <laughs> endure. It's a marathon, and Jimmy o. Yang gets his teeth kicked in repeatedly over the course of four days in this film. And that's the thing I was really, really happy that it, it really gelled with the audiences. That's All right, awesome. well,
0: it's, it's in theaters on demand tomorrow. And I'm, by the way, I'm glad it's a movie. I got enough shows. I want a movie,
7: <laughs> and I'm happy that you did a movie, Steve. I'm I'm of watching TV because I, I watched a report on Fox News about coronavirus, and I, I learned this. I don't know if you guys know this, but a baby bat is called a pup while an old bat is called Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know that. You I didn't know that. Wow! wow. And that was Fox News, news at that? Philadelphia, <laughs> and I got to tell you. Shout out to my guy C.J. Colando. He was one of the well, he was one of the guys that worked really hard on the film, and he's from Philly. So nice, oh, that's
0: awesome. Congratulations, Represent. man! All, yeah. all right, hey Steve, we love you. We'll see you someday in person soon. All right,
7: you got it. Take care, guys. All right,
0: see you, Steve Bergen. Yay! Yay! The
7: movie is called
0: <laughs> The Opening Act. I do, I do want to see this. I like everybody that's listed on there. It looks cool. It's
3: all funny right. because the, the the Apatow Series case. I'm having a brain fart. What's the crashing? name? Crashing, crashing. Yeah. Um, so I watched that, and it was it. it 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 does you know get a lot right, but but tonally I think this part of what he's focusing in on, and judging by the trailer, I remember when I first you know should I do it? Should I do it? Should yeah. I should I right. try it? Right? And you know when I when I when I shifted and then it's it's that stepping off it's it's like Delete in the a, a third indiana jones film you know you're yeah. stepping out and you're gonna are you gonna be able to do it yep and it is um it's wild so wow. uh but cool. yeah I'm, I'm glad he did this and it's obviously a, a project of uh of intense uh, passion
0: for him i realized something <clears throat> during that interview which is completely has nothing to do with us we're talking to steve so i the, the, ch- the chair that i sit in <laughs> yeah. so my feet are up off the ground it's a high yeah. high sitting chair. And so I crossed my my feet together, yeah, and uh, my left ankle on the outside touched uh my leg, and I'd forgotten about it until this moment at about two o'clock in the morning I, I got up to use the bathroom and I was on the way, the way back into go back to slumberland, yeah, and I banged my uh. ankle. On the corner of the bed, mm. excruciatingly painful. Were you going to throw up? I hit, and it wasn't quite, okay. that, it wasn't as bad as when we were in Ireland. Right, and I fell yeah. down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't pass out worthy. But I'm laying there, <laughs> I'm grabbing my ankle, I'm like, ah, I, 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 and I'm trying to convince myself that it doesn't hurt. Right. Okay, so I'm sitting there going, okay, it's going to pass, it's going to pass, it's, you know, you got this, breathe in, I got breathe it. out. I got it. And then and after a while, I'm like... Okay, it's not passing. It's not going to pass. This is going to hurt forever. I mean, it went on for a long time, and I didn't even realize it until just now when I banged my uh, ankle. God, that hurt. What a
3: delight. Mm I woke up. I told you about the time it was just fairly recently where I woke up with a. Uh, I was dreaming that I was doing something and I extended my leg in real in the real world outside of the Matrix, <laughs> and I got a Charlie horse and I
10: oh, started God. to
3: get up out of bed and I fell on my face on the floor. <gasps> it was so I couldn't stand. It was so painful. No. Yes, and it was like I'm some like an idiot on the
0: hardwood floor. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember getting a, a middle of the night Charlie horse yes. when I was a kid. And not knowing what to do, yes. Because it, well, you just it have it to write it out, and you don't know what to do. Yeah. I, yeah, I know now that you have to get up and, and put your toes down, oh, and you lean Leo? forward like this. Yes. Yeah, so I wish I'd have known that. That <laughs> alleviates the cramp, you know, because your your foot is yeah. is extended, pointing. And I'm like, ah, what is that <laughs> doing this? But now I know you get up out of bed and, right. and you step back like that. And I it, was too busy being
4: on my face. Oh, yeah.
0: Leaves it, but God,
4: that's pain, man. It's you unbelievable. Charlie horse. Ugh. Oh, the worst. See, I- I've hit my my toe in the middle of the night. W- you know, walking to the bathroom. I, you know, to me, stubbing your toe oh. on a piece of furniture.
3: Oh, uh. that's the kind of pain that makes you bite your tongue and mm-hmm.
4: and cause a second
3: injury. Yeah, where you you or you swing at something and hit the wall and break a hand. Yeah, right. Because it's a goddamn it, and you're Just compelling. Thrilling. Yeah,
0: everything. So Horrible. all right, yeah. well, let's let's move to something a little bit more pleasant. Um, it's uh, you know, obviously. Leaves are turning. It's really pretty out right now. It is. Uh, I even, was going to go to uh, Hawk Mountain you oh, know, yeah. on Monday, Dude. but it was it raining horrible. That it's sucks. been
8: so nice. So much of the time this and the fall. One day and then I had this, off. the weekend where we have a bunch of days <laughs> off in our own rain like three days All in right, a All right. Can I
3: observe something? Well, before yeah, you go to yeah, yeah, the yeah, right. yeah, So instead, my wife and I go to Lynn Villa. Oh, love it there. Haven't been there in a while. We time made a critical, it. I was telling Kathy about this yesterday, a critical and crucial mistake. We went hungry. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You buy everything. I mean, two words: uh-huh. pulled <laughs> bread.
5: <laughs> they have What's pulled, pulled breads,
3: bread, what, like what cheddar. Uh, yes, what is pulled what bread? Is pulled bread. It's, oh,
0: it's in little segments. Well, it's loaves of
3: bread, and one is cheddar bread, and you put it in the oven, and you just tear it off. Yeah, yeah. You so just tear it like monkey bread.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of and got, it's mm, and there's like squares, ch-
2: garlic, there's different kinds, cheddar. <laughs>
3: Uh, all this stuff. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, like a couple hundred bucks worth of bread. <laughs> and, and the, of course, the apple cider donuts. Yeah. And and all oh, of that. They have
4: this thing. I'm, it's, it's
3: so epic. Effi- I mean, I felt... I'm like, here. I'm disgusting. The potato
4: thing that they have. It peels the potato yeah, yeah, yeah. into, like, it's just one giant potato chip that sits on a plate that they cover with cheese. <sighs> By the way, here are the,
0: I have the list of the the pull-apart breads. I need that. Uh, vegetable, garlic butter, tomato basil, uh, marinara sauce and cheese, cheddar cheese, and jalapeno. Oh. Yeah, we oh. got just about every one of those. <laughs> this one looks like it has pepperoni in
4: it. Yeah, yeah you skipped over that one.
0: It, did I? Oh! Oh yes, pepperoni, marinara, and cheese. Yeah. Uh yeah, that looks evil in a very good way. <laughs> I mean, it was insane.
3: And we got home and we look you know when they have like a blood orgy in a vampire movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like <laughs> smothering it all <laughs> over. <on you. laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Listen, I, I try never to go to the grocery store hungry. Yeah, it's I learned so bad. that a long time ago. Uh same thing for something like that. Yeah. You know?
2: They're we, right. You can't go hungry. Yeah, like a you, farmer's market. You just market. end up buying we yeah. saw, we everything saw, you don't need. But we saw, we saw,
0: Kathy, a break in the weather, and it was like, okay, so we can't do,
3: you know, uh, Hawk. Hawk mountain. the mountain. So, okay, we go over there, and it's, of course, it's beautiful. It's set up. They have all the pumpkins, and they have the, the, the little village thing and whatever. They the had all, all, everything was right. There was, like, nobody there. Yeah. So we're like, let's dart in, and then I was, I mean... Oh, my Yum. God. I would just have a descent into hell. Mm. Okay, so you buy the pool part bread there. It's refrigerated, and then you bring it home, and you cook it at well, home? Yeah, it wasn't even refrigerated. Like it's freshly you know, made, and then you go home, and then I, you put it in the oven for a, a few minutes. I'm just thinking of like game day treats. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet you could, uh, mm-hmm. you could freeze that, for the, maybe. Yeah. You know, for the big game? Yeah. Yeah, for the big game. <laughs> I, well, anyway, you know, going Sorry to Farmers... Sorry about that diversion. No, no, no. Yeah, it's yeah. a yummy diversion. Yeah. um That should be an album name, yummy <laughs> diversion. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, we are yummy diversion. So with these fall activities uh, like that, actually, which is, you know, going to... Um, fall activities. Farmers markets and whatnot. Uh, as the trees begin to drop their leaves, they release lots of different smells. And the drop in air temperatures and humidity... Don't we, wait, do we have... Do we have a... We have a piece of autumn music. Well, this works, too. This is nice. This is kind of springy, but it's, it's pretty. I, I, I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to the gas okay, in a moment. Right. but um, Temperatures and humidity also let those natural scents have a moment to shine. Most trees to North America only give off a hint of... Of scent when dropping their leaves, but one in particular makes the air smell particularly sweet. It is native to Japan. To Japan, it is called the katsura tree.
10: It's a very pretty smell.
0: Uh, the leaves release a special compound called maltrol. Maltrol that gives the air a cotton candy-like aroma. Is maltrol Gryffindor or <laughs> it's a Slytherin? Uh, No, the Katsura tree will also release this scent uh, when it distresses, uh, a sign that they may need a bit more water. For example, other plants that undergo a similar process uh, smell more like dead animals than bakeries when dying. Mm. But to try and catch the scent, we're going to roll crescendo (laughs) in the music here. Uh, I
5: love being out here! (sighs)
0: Uh, To try and catch a scent of the Katsura experts say you should try taking a walk through your local botanical garden. There's no Katsura uh, in the area that's just naturally growing, correct? I I don't know. Tony Aiello, who is the curator of horticulture at the Morris Arboretum here in Philadelphia. right near me. Says people say the tree smells like autumn, Ah. and I think there's a reason for that. But I, I do know what they mean by... Whatever that smell is in the it's air, it's really nice. It's it's excellent.
3: I love the, the smells associated with autumn. I mean, yeah. they're they're all and they're they're fleeting, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, I, I, I do. Uh, to me, that it's it's a warm, enveloping smell.
8: I love the Mar- Morris Ar- Arboretum. I yeah. can't
3: even say it how much I love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm,
8: sorry, I went to, I'm getting a little pushy. Morris Arboretum. But uh, I went to a wedding there a few years ago yeah. and man, was it fun. They have like uh, these tree houses where you can um, walk through and, and uh, it, was, it was a really nice place to have a wedding. Um, I don't know how much it costs and I, I don't even know <laughs> if you can do it now.
3: We bought the membership, which is we haven't really taken advantage of. But
2: there's... It's so dumb not to. If you go twice, I think yeah. your membership is paid for.
0: Right, right. I've never been. So is it, uh, is it like Longwood Gardens do you have to pay to get into a, it
3: a more concise version
0: of yeah. of longwood
3: gardens it's not as sprawling but they okay. have a lot of things so what they have there like nick said that the, the the tree uh areas the the areas that are suspended up in the trees they also have what i think is the coolest train
5: yeah
3: it's an outdoor train setup with a you know the, the village and, and different things going on and for the holidays uh they light it up and it's it's Love pretty
0: it. amazing yeah excellent um, so anyhow, yeah, if you smell, if you, if you have that, the, that association with a scent of autumn, it might be the, uh, Katsura tree. Now, as yes. you played that, I uh, got an email and this was from Charles, uh, Charles Proto. My name is Charles Proto. He said, Hey, Preston, love listening to you guys. I've heard farts being discussed on your show. Really? No. <clears throat> and too many times I've heard you guys talking about the marvel of people liking the smell of their own brand. Well, I've written to you to shed some light on this subject. One day I was sitting in my car with the windows up, and I fart. <laughs> it's a real bad one. Of course, it doesn't bother me. It's mine. Do we have music, is- Okay. Oh, yeah, Do you want yeah, me to get, sorry, like, yeah, story, yeah, story- yeah, storytelling yeah, yeah. music of some type? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, so uh, it's a real bad one. Yeah. And, of course, it doesn't bother me because it's mine. Well, the guy I work with uh, jumps in the car, shuts the door, and I'm staring at him the whole time. And he is looking straight ahead, and he's trying not to smirk, yeah. and not doing a good job of it. So I ask him what he is laughing at, and he says, "I farted." And he asked how I liked it. So apparently, he had must have just farted huh. as he was getting in, and he thought that you know Charles here was smelling it. So there were two and separate. Yeah. So he he replied. He said I replied to him that it was me, and he goes, "Really." And he goes, wow, come to think of it, it's mine that I haven't been smelling. And he almost threw up and rolled down the window and was hanging out the window choking. We were moving by then, he said, and it wasn't an act. He said, I didn't even laugh. I was amazed at as bad as it smelled, and trust me, it was bad. When he thought that he did it, he actually liked it. But when he found out that it wasn't his... So the case for the psychological element of it is strong. Yes, that that it may just be that since it freshly came from his ass and it wasn't really his, he thought that it smelled good. But when he found out that it was Charles... I think the part of it
3: has to go with the knowledge that you are inhaling small particles of someone else's ass <laughs> mm. and that that's really what that is about right that sure is, is. You know, that is what is generating the smell it's the particulate no. matter and the methane and all of that. it's the methane yeah, yeah. but i mean there's but, I mean, it,
0: pieces it, of poop coming there's out. there's got to be
3: something like other than just straight up methane i think that it's it the is. filter that the filter that it's coming through right um like a coffee filter n- we, your next, ass filter you can
0: look it up what yeah is, what is what is human gas made of <laughs> What is Fart, Alex? I assume, what is what fart? Is fart?
8: <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, there was only there was a singular uh Final Jeopardy guy the other night. Yeah. He's uh, he won again last night. He's a five time champion. Yes. I got that one right last night. Stanley, yeah, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Lee. Yeah. Yeah, I that that was an easy one. Yeah. But I, I missed the night before, but I just read about the fact that yeah. well, the, there was a singular. You know it, what? He, uh, it never happened. One Did... of the
8: ladies ended up in the negative, but a guy uh, had a chance. He, he It was a daily double on the last clue. And
4: he blew it. And he uh, yeah, he got it wrong, but he bet it all. Did you guys know that if you end up in the negative at the end of Jeopardy, you actually have to pick up trash on the side of the road? <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, I know what
3: would kill me about it, So you had the one guy, and he didn't. He should have bet every bet, bet everything but a dollar, right?
8: I mean, yeah, but if he if he lost, he would have only won
0: a dollar. Yeah, you only get what you have. But still, left go in your for bank. it, right? There's no, well, yeah, there's no shot of you.
8: But if you not he lost, coming he got back wrong, the next day, if he got it wrong, he wouldn't have made as much money. So he decided to to bet a conservative right. amount, still right. win.
3: I figured just go for it. Nah.
8: Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I think also on Jeopardy. I know I'm supposed to be looking up farts, but <laughs> i um, up. You guys go ahead. on Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune right now. They only have local contestants. They people, do. They oh, wow. in LA, They've yeah.
3: actually taken from uh,
8: San Bernardino, originally from yeah. Kansas. Yeah, there was one guy on Wheel of Fortune last night who, who lives in Culver City, which is where yeah. they film Wheel of Fortune. But uh, people aren't able to fly to get to these locations at this point.
4: So you've been watching Wheel of Fortune as well.
3: Yes, yes I have as well.
4: I have noticed that. I have gotten worse at that game. I used to be pretty damn good at it, and now I look at it, and I'm like, I can't. Well, I they, can't. Have, they
3: have different versions of it, too, now, where where they instead of just it being, you know, let's say a phrase. It's as general a thing as you could possibly have. But now they'll do crossword yeah. Yeah. things, which
4: are a little bit more elaborate. I also feel like for the television viewing audience, they need to have a bank Strippers? of. Strippers? Oh, okay, yeah. two things. Strippers, uh, <laughs> but also they need a bank of the letters that have been selected already.
8: Yeah, they have that for the contestants. Yes, they, they should cons- have that for the home viewers. I dealers. agree. Yeah. yeah, there was a guy last night on Wheel of Fortune who uh, he-, he guessed um, <laughs> O and then A, and uh, you were supposed to guess a letter. It was like at the very last yeah. spin, and mm-hmm. he screwed up twice. And, and you know, you sit there and you yell at the television because he's, he's messing up, but then I remember what it's like even being on the classroom. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's hard when you're yeah. on TV and you're sitting <laughs> the right there. The pressure's on. The pressure's yeah. on,
4: yeah. When the one lady uh, years ago... Uh, guessed a dick of sticks, I was like, <laughs> it was a sticks. of yeah. sticks. Dick of sticks. Like, what? I saw yeah. E
8: blank blank S Benedict, and the person couldn't get that it was eggs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> I was yelling at the
4: television. I mean, <laughs> come on!
3: What was the one with the guy, um, it was like a drug reference, and then Sajak had to say, oh, it was
0: a group of pill pushers. <laughs> <laughs> and it was supposed to be a group of well-wishers. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and he goes, Jesus.
6: When when he got it wrong,
0: he he said like three things where Pat was like, dude, it's Wheel of Fortune. Come on, man. Wheel of Fortune. What is uh, DVDA? (laughs) Delaware Valley Dance Academy. (laughs) Uh, I have the breakdown of uh, the consumption of of what comes out of your butt, if you guys want. (laughs) Okay. I like to consume butts. Human. But strangely enough, fart gas is mostly what is in the atmosphere. Nitrogen, oxygen, and carbon dioxide. Hydrogen is also present. In addition, some people make methane in their intestines. Oxygen is used up while methane, carbon dioxide, and hydrogen are produced. Uh, the culprits who do this are likely pesky intestinal bacteria, which get a symbiotic free ride in your guts. Ooh. It is the interesting It is interesting to note that eating a fiber-free diet reduces the amount of fart gas produced. Leaving out the fiber greatly lowers the amount of carbon dioxide in farts. It also reduces the amount of hydrogen to a tiny little squeak. Uh, this result is in comparison with the <laughs> amount. Thank you. And composition of fart gas produced, blah, 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 blah. All right. All um, right. This is interesting. Women will be reassured. It says here's fart gas in men and women, night and day. Hmm. Women will be reassured to know that they are equal to men in the production of fart ah. gas. Ah. So Kathy's ripping them all the time, just like Casey. Finally breaking through that glass ceiling. Uh,
2: I've tuned out.
0: Both <laughs> no. produce an average of approximately 700 milliliters a day. Uh, here's an important research conclusion made in a controlled study using data analysis and carefully collected samples. Uh, people tend to fart more after meals. People fart more during the day than at night, uh, though the gas production does continue while you sleep. Of course it does. It's probably a good thing that people fart less when they sleep. Just imagine how bad it would be if they farted more in their repose. <laughs> Surely it would be grounds for divorce, it goes on to say. What makes it smell? Less than 2% of the gas is responsible for the notable odor. Most, but not all, of the smelly culprits are sulfur, sulfur-bearing sulfur gases like the rotten egg smell of hydrogen sulfide. Also, those are the good ones. Yeah. Those are the best. I mean, it's
3: the purest.
0: Uh, Also present are fellow sulfurous stinker gases, uh, methane uh, ethyol and dimethyl sulfide. These gases take up only a few milliliters of every fart, which should give you an idea of just how potent they are in terms of malaria. Whatever that word is, <laughs> M- mal- Meloderoseness. Meloderoseness. Oh, all right. So, anyhow, I don't know if that shed any light. But you know what? The sulfur smell when um, being at uh, Yellowstone. Yes. Which your wife was there. Did she tell you about the smells at all? Not that I recall. It depends on where you are, but there are there are strong so, oh, around, around around the sulfur springs. Yes, you you're going to get that, and it, and some of it smells like egg farts. Yeah. And it's pretty nasty, but it's, I mean, it's that's—it's nature. And mm-hmm. that's a huge, the, the caldera there is a a—it's uh, a huge volcano. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. So you do get those uh, scents out in nature. And so our, our, our butts are tiny volcanoes. But they're itty-bitty little volcanoes. <laughs> Let's bring Kathy back in. <laughs> and All this, right. tie, this ties so into fall and everything. All but right. uh, due to the pandemic, Walmart is launching a Black Friday deals for days event, Ooh. offering customers multiple ways to save during three November sales. So there's going to be three different ones, Kathy. Three, Kathy. The first uh, sale goes from Wednesday, November 3rd through Saturday, November 7th. Are they on-
2: calling it a Black Friday sale?
0: Online deals at 7 p.m. They're calling it uh, deals for yeah Black Friday Deals for Days. Wow. Yeah, right? So now Black
2: Friday the is the beginning of November.
0: Uh, Eastern time, blah, blah, blah. All right, so in-store deals begin at 5 a.m. Uh, local time on November 7th. The second set of sales runs from Wednesday, November 11th, through Saturday, November 14th. Similar to the first sale, the online sale started at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the 11th and midnight Eastern Time on the 14th. And the in-store deals start at 5 a.m. local time. I'm never going to be able to keep track of this. No, thing.
3: it's ridiculous. In fact, unless, you, unless you're really looking for something, like like my wife is looking for a few things, and we, we buy stuff for Toys for Tots, and so she bought a whole bunch of stuff off of the uh, Amazon the, the sale yesterday. Uh, but um, there, there's, I use Amazon quite a lot. I've, I've used recently the Walmart. St- it's not bad.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. There's it's not of- Amazon
3: uh, level, but it's no, not but bad. It,
2: it's not bad. Um, however, I will say the returning uh, is not as easy as well, Amazon. I mean, right? Amazon it's actually is, yeah. actually a pain and there's a fee for some reason. Really? Yeah, yes, it's, yeah. It's really annoying. But that's sort of how I've done my Black Friday shopping for the the past couple of years because... Uh, there are there are deals all of the time so i'm shopping specifically looking for something like i'm right. not, you're not browsing the deals like right. if i'm looking for you know whatever i don't know a gaming system or whatever and they have some sort of deal great i'll keep my eye on that and then i'll buy it if there's a deal but amazon
3: but, does present on their on their page for for what the, what's going on right now there are there is a whole bunch of uh, pages of just, stuff that yeah, they're suggesting yeah.
0: so the third event will take place Thanksgiving weekend. And that begins online on Wednesday, November 25th. So it's It's
2: not even Black Friday. It's not Black Friday.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then then on uh, November 27th, or Black Friday as you say, new deals will be added in store at 5 a.m. local time and online at midnight Eastern time. And that's not even taking into account Cyber Monday. Which is what all of this has been leading up to. Anyway, it's the Monday after Black Friday.
2: Yeah, it's the Monday after. But, I mean, there's...
0: It's a different year. It's it's a different year. Obviously, you know, shopping in person is is less uh, of a thing
2: You'll find some sort of deal throughout. I mean, I guess starting in the beginning of November now, but up until Christmas. Hmm.
3: So my wife went. To, you know, she's she's been to the uh, KOP, uh, and, and it's it's up and running. I mean, there's, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 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 and obviously if you can support brick and mortar and they're there to be visited, by all means, do it.
2: It's just different. Yeah, like, it is You different. know, like I was saying before, a couple of places you have to wait in line if there's right. you know yeah. too many people in. A lot of pe- a lot of places, which I was surprised, um, but they close their dressing rooms, so you can't try anything on in, oh, in some places. Right. Not all of the places. <clears throat> Um, just some, but I, I had a question, and I know we talked about this before. Bed, Bath, and Beyond are they completely going out of business, or are they just closing a lot of stores? Does I, anyone know?
3: I don't remember. I think they're closing. Just a, uh, they closed a number of stores. I think you're right, Steve. I think,
0: I think Marissa might know. She just okay. grabbed her microphone. It, I think we would have been wigging out if Bed, Bath, and Beyond was going out oh, altogether.
6: I don't know that, but Kathy, have you noticed that Bed, Bath, and Beyond is kind of turning into Home Goods? Well, but that's, I think that that didn't do well for them. I think that was Uh, their way to try
0: to
2: save the company. And now those stores, the ones like Marissa's talking about, they had more, they focused more on furniture. I love Bed
0: Bath & Beyond.
2: They're closing.
0: Okay. 63 stores are going to close by the end of the year. Yeah, There's one over in, um, was it Ardmore? I
3: figured the would. Yeah, went, and right cl- over here, yeah. Yeah, they, At, it, yeah, The
2: one in the Metroplex is closing. That's so we, why I asked. I, I went we, in and, the, you know, the, the shelves are kind of bare now and they're having big sales to, I guess, empty out the store. And the
8: one in Wayne became a home Sense.
2: Oh, yeah, that's great. Okay. Uh, okay. I love is, home <laughs> is
8: Home Sense the same uh, store owner as Home Goods? Home Goods, yeah. yeah okay. Oh it is? There, there's yeah. two in the same shopping center. There's a Home Goods up above huh. next to the Genardi's and then a Home Sense down below. All right, well, what's so Home Sense? I don't
2: really get it because they're doing Nick, they're doing that in a lot of spots. They're taking over space where a Home Goods exists and next door or right around the corner or upstairs from yeah. it, they're putting a home set. I mean,
8: you can walk from one to the other, and they seem very similar to me, but I am a novice shopper, so I can't tell the difference.
4: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Kath, I wanted to ask you, because you had mentioned, uh, we were talking about returns. Steve, you mentioned King of Prussia. Uh, there's a Dyson store at the King of Prussia Mall. Is it there? Is and, there? And, well, there was uh,
2: one outside of the mall. It's not. It's no longer there.
4: All right, because my wife is telling me that if you have a Dyson, that you can bring it to that store, and they will fix it yeah. like, for well, free? Yeah. It- for free
2: uh well, ours wasn't for free. we did have pay to pay, you but, but you do not have to at least when I went you didn't have to um buy Ship a off. Yeah, well you didn't have to no you didn't have to buy a whole new one that cost three hundred dollars or whatever it is. They fixed it for <laughs> right. you know, a very decent price. Dyson
3: stuff always runs well, it does exactly what you want it to do it's always crazy expensive and Ooh. it's always pompously for example, my Dyson fan is not a fan
0: it's a uh, air multiplier. <laughs> I have become a shark fan. Oh, shark yeah? is really good. Those are really... We're talking about vacuum cleaners. What happened what to us? We, oh, we were just talking about great. farts. Oh, I my love it. God.
3: Let's stick with this. We were and- just being manly men talking about farts, <laughs> and now we're talking
2: about... I love it. Portable Shop- vacuum cleaners. Shopping in vacuums. Casey, you're right. Um, I have seen this store, and yes, it is newer. It's not inside the mall. It's on um, Allendale Road, which is okay. uh, kind of the end of oh, the mall. Oh,
0: yeah. I know what that is. That's next to Peter Norris' house of splooge. <laughs> okay. Stop
4: it. No. Yeah,
5: yeah you got
2: right. back.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: there we go. We got manly now. My wand for my Dyson snapped, and I... Um, I need to get it fixed. Yeah,
2: case it's a service yeah. center.
4: Okay. Oh. So
2: you can definitely take it there.
0: Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, that's kind of an update on. Um, Tell Bla- me what you
2: love about the Shark, though.
0: I'm black, <laughs> dude. Have yeah. you used them?
2: Yes, I have used Shark, uh, and I. But I. I prefer Dyson. However, I use. We've, and
0: I've owned a few Dyson, so I used I've Shark
2: changed. back in the day, so I feel like I don't know the updated Sharks.
0: Uh. We'll talk about this in a second. Right. We, yeah. we, right. we rundown.
2: Coming back with more vacuum time. Yeah,
0: Yo, let's no, go we're not on coming stuff, back guys. with that, right?
4: <laughs> let's go pee on some stuff. Yeah, we yeah. got to do <laughs> that. Right. No, but uh, by the way,
0: so, so yeah, Walmart, to sum it up, Walmart oh. is going to be doing a, a, like, it's called the Black Friday Deals for Days. Yeah. So yeah. It's pretty much all of the month of, of yeah. November.
8: That last time I was at Walmart, guess what I bought?
0: I bought a shark, a
8: Dyson. Ah. Yeah.
0: Oh, Dude, we're like, it's like the, the Dysons and the Sharks. Oh, the it's unbelievable. The Jets and the sharks. Jets Jets shark. and sharks. You don't use
3: Dyson. i Name of that movie. I can't. What's that story? The, it's like the power. 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 That's story. story. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, all right. Wait, real
2: quick. I'm sorry. Just real, real quick. Real quick. Somebody Tonight. sends an email. Tonight. Says Bed Bath & Beyond will close 200 stores by the end of 2021. Oh. Uh, the business is shifting to a lot of dot com.
0: Okay. I'll vacuum cat hair tonight. I feel pretty. Oh, so oh. cleanly. <laughs> we need to take break. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll come. You know, uh, hey, look over hey, there. Hey, look hey, over there. Crash, I got Crash Bandicoot to give away. <laughs> yeah. Digital copy. That's a the game. Uh, it is Crash Bandicoot 4. Caller number 19 at two one five two six three 263 wmmr It's about time for a brand whomping New adventure is everyone's favorite. Marsupial is back. Crash forward in a time shattered adventure, complete with massive worlds, new powers, and more insanity. You can own it now on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Call number nineteen. You get it. We'll be back in a moment. Hit up the WMMR.com
11: contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks
0: i still got some more weird stories. I want to share them with you. Let's do the fire.
1: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre. Bizarre.
0: Brought to you by HERS. And HERS hasn't missed a good time in Philly since 1946 when it's time to celebrate the good times with nothing but the best company. <clears throat> you gotta break out the HERS. All right. This guy was okay. That's why this is funny. Okay. <clears throat> Have to preface that. A Staten Island man fell headfirst into his koi pond and got stuck there for a half hour.
2: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Tuesday afternoon, while trying to clean out the front yard fish habitat. <laughs> Natal Pizzolo, who is 85, and his wife Joan, uh, said that he floundered and fell into a drainage ditch at the bottom of the pond. The fish were biting my nose. He said, uh, I was doing just I was just doing some maintenance to the koi pond when I fell inside the hole. It, it, he had drained it. So, yeah. Uh, when first responders arrived at the house, uh, they could see his feet sticking straight up in the air, Aww. according to an FDNY uh, spokesperson. And he said, this isn't something that you see every day. The proverbial fish out of water said that he was stuck for nearly 30 minutes inside a small rock pond uh, before he managed to call out and get the attention of Joan, who was inside the house at the time. She said, "I heard a faint scream from outside. Leave me alone." Uh, she said, "She realized she hadn't seen her husband in a while. I don't love you." Uh, she <laughs> rushed out to find Natalie uh, trapped shoulder deep in the drain and dialed nine one one. Are um, koi ponds routinely deep? Uh, it depends. Like uh, I had, it, you know, I, I had a pond that could have housed koi at our old house, and it was only two and a half feet deep, right? something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, firefighters were apparently very concerned about the possibility of him being partially submerged in water. Uh, he managed to drain the pond before falling in, and firefighters were able to pull him to safety. Uh, members of Engine 160 arrived on the rescue real quick, Jones said. The pond itself is shallow and lined with rocks and uh, decorative frog and turtle statues. Though <laughs> so The drainage ditch at its bottom is about eight feet deep. Oh, wow. So, An eight-foot-deep yeah. koi pond? That's as deep as my swimming pool. Yes. Uh, that's pretty wild. So the drainage ditch is eight feet deep. I I don't know if it means the pond is as well. Uh, Oh, he
3: also keeps sharks in there.
0: He declined a trip to the hospital (laughs) and said he suffered some bruises on his arms, which were bandaged up. An Idaho college student may have set a Guinness World Record when he traversed 100 meters of slip and slide in 10.4 seconds. Wow. Uh, Jeff Roper, a mechanical engineer from a mechanical mechanical engineering major. That's a Brigham University. You said 100 meters? Yeah. Used uh, dirt trenches, painter's tra- tarps, and a garden hose. Man. To create the long slip and slide course near his grandparents' home. Now, it was headed down an incline. Car- yeah. Casey's uh, brow
3: is furrowed. Are you thinking this is uh, something you want to take on? Well, this is something I wanted to do like a couple of years ago, We were ago, talking man. about trying
4: our own yeah, thing. Yeah, because they were supposed to have the largest slip and slide in the city. Yeah, and, that and then fell that through. fell through. Because like insurance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wit-
0: I love slip and slides. Witnesses, including the sheriff's office deputies, were on hand to watch as Roper reached a top speed at 32 miles an hour. Whoa. While sliding across the tarps. Uh, imagine sliding across the surface of something at 30 miles no. an hour. You should see him at the end when he hits. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty funny. It's... Dude, yeah, he hits pretty hard.
2: That's like action park stuff. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, So Roper traversed 100 meters or 328 feet in 10.4 seconds. The student said he submitted evidence from the attempt to Guinness World Records and expects to hear... By late January, whether his feet was accepted or not, it should be. Do
3: you think they soaped it down, or was it just water? Soap would probably be a main element, That's right? A good question. Because a lot of times, soap is a, a key element when you just have a regular backyard slip and slide. Yep. They
0: suggest you put some uh, dish soap on it. Yep, you are correct. I think we could get Casey to break some kind of world record. We yeah. need it. We need to Absolutely. Do that at some Point. But how that- about <laughs>
3: longest free fall without a cushion? I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Uh, As two deputies responding to a pedestrian versus vehicle crash, the sheriff's office said that um, they ran over the same pedestrian who was already dead. Oh, my God. Uh, The incident happened around 4 a.m. on Sunday. Officials said uh, a 27-year-old Orlando man walked into Hillsborough Avenue or onto it and was struck by a 41-year-old woman driving east. The woman reported the crash and is cooperating with authorities. As two deputies responded to the crash, both of them hit the same pedestrian still lying in the middle of the road. At this point, the pedestrian was dead? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Florida Highway Patrol said the pedestrian had already been killed in the first collision. Come on, uh, man. Yeah, he was already dead. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, The you two could, deputies... You can just tell. 20... Hmm. <laughs> huh. The two deputies, 24 and 25 years old, have been with the department since uh, January and May of 2019, and they will conduct the crash investigation. The department will on this. The Danish government has ordered mink farms to cull over 1 million animals. Oh, my God. Due to reported outbreaks of coronavirus among the species prized for its fur. A mink can carry coronavirus? I guess that's the case. The outbreak among the mink population was detected in late June after a COVID-19 patient was linked to a mink farm in North Jutland. North Jutland. As of this month, mink on around 60 farms in North Jutland have tested positive for coronavirus. And in addition, uh, 46 farms are under suspicion. Can't they give them masks? Uh, The Danish Minister of Food, Mogens Jensen, had said... Uh, he said, we have continuously launched initiatives to manage and contain the spread of infection. In view of the recent large increase, we must unfortunately state that it has not been sufficient to prevent continued spread of infection among the North Jutland mink herd.
3: So how how big is the herd? Do they give any indication? There's over a million. Okay, so I wonder yeah. what the, the full size of the herd is. I don't know. If the there's order- 50 million.
0: Uh, The order mandates that uh, mink farms within five miles of the farm or herd that is confirmed or suspected to be infected with the coronavirus must be culled. Jesus. uh, Uh, If I were
3: the chinchillas, I'd be nervous. All
0: right, and then one last story. Police say they summonsed uh, 45-year-old James Kemp for assault after he allegedly struck another man on Monday afternoon. Now, Kemp was walking by the alleged victim, a 52-year-old man, who Kemp told police barked at him. Exactly. Kemp allegedly walked up to the man and slapped him in the face.
5: <laughs>
0: Kemp Kemp was issued a summons.
10: <laughs> Down boy. Down.
4: Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> It's an old man. It's an old it man. Is, an old is.
3: Australian man.
0: Yep. <laughs>
3: Describe.
4: <he's>... Stop it! <laughs> That's an old Australian man <laughs> in an interview. <laughs> Describing
0: a dog. Dog attack. Attack. It was, uh, yeah, we should see if you have that full audio okay, so we can yeah, refresh okay. the audience. <laughs> Kemp was issued a summons charging him with assault and a two thousand dollar fine. Uh, misdemeanor is punishable by up to six months incarceration and a thousand dollar fine. <laughs> Police did not divulge why the man was
4: barking or why. <laughs> I can't believe I actually found it because it's a crazy dog.
0: Hansen allegedly responded in the way he did. All right, we have it. Yeah. All right, this was it.
10: Now, Yesterday morning, I came out into the front yard, and the dogs were across the boat. And as soon as they saw me, they came bounding
0: over. And I just made it into the front door. Oh, my
5: God.
0: But the funny part is his wife is standing next to him. And when he goes into that, he starts spasming wildly. And leaning in, and she's looking at him like, Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> so yesterday morning, I came out into the front yard, and the dogs were across the boat. And as soon as they saw me, they came bounding over. <laughs> <laughs> and I just made it into the front door. That's what that's from. He,
3: he could have just said they, they came at me barking furiously. No. Yeah, he he had to a- recreate it. He Yeah, might be time to consider a
0: divorce. Yeah. All right. There you go. That's your bizarre file. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's lesson question time and trash and music news. We'll see how you do. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off. Cheer from your favorite seat and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Uh, 76 and sunshine. Soak it in because we got some rain coming tomorrow, and we have 61 as our high. Next couple of days. And tomorrow isn't all rain, right? It's, it's, uh... I don't know. I have not seen the breakdown of uh, the rain forecasted for tomorrow. Nick will pull that up for me now, and we'll see if we get, like, an hourly breakdown, but... All right. Sometimes I I don't follow through. I just see the little rain icon and it's enough, and don't go with the uh, the hourly breakdown. Or tomorrow, Nick is looking into it. Looks like showers morning, most of the day, afternoon, wrapping up um, after lunch.
8: So like they that. got uh, we have showers, we have rain, we have light rain, and then we have showers again. <laughs>
0: hmm. What's the difference between showers and rain? Showers are heavier than rain, right? Are they? I think showers. I don't know.
3: Showers are consistent rain, whereas rain is intermittent showers. You know why Snoop Dogg Dogg carries an umbrella, right? For drizzle.
8: For
0: drizzle? (laughs) Oh, drizzle. (laughs) Uh, That's a good question. And you know what? Thank you. (laughs) And partly cloudy and mostly sunny can be interchanged too. Yeah, I think mostly sunny is... uh... A little more more sunny than (laughs) cloudy? Yes. And partly cloudy is a little bit more cloudy than mostly sunny? Correct. Okay. I'm on the same page. Makes sense. Insufficient clouds. Showers, also known as rain showers, have a shorter duration than rain. Uh, They tend to be quick and come in burst. Showers come from puffy clouds or cumuliform clouds like cumulus or cumulonimbus compared to rain Showers cover a smaller area but can be more intense. Mm-hmm. So rain is more of an overall blanket. Right. Showers are uh, heavier, more, more
4: more concentrated. Right.
0: And and not as doily <laughs> Not as long. Not as doily.
4: Yet. I use the uh, Dark Skies app on my uh, phone for for weather, and it's it's great. You can break it down to. Uh, Precipitation, you know, hour by hour. And then also, because I like to ride my bike, I also, it it, it gives you the wind direction for, like, the next day and a half. So there's
3: um, there's an app that I use, Casey. uh, So the the main app that I use is the AccuWeather app. I find
4: it to be the most consistently accurate.
3: But there's one called Windy, which is, um, and it is tailor-made for... Hikers, uh, cyclists, it's it's meant for that specificity, ah, yes. Okay, because okay, that's it,
0: obviously important to you yeah, riding your you bike, especially down the, the shore, sports, because yeah. it can get...
4: Is it breezy most of the time down the shore?
2: Yeah, Yeah. No, yeah. all of the time. Breezy?
4: Breezy? Breezy? <laughs> you said most of the time, yeah. Most a, of the time? A, yeah. Well, because most of
0: the time I hear it when when he's talking about taking a long bike yeah. ride... Wind is part of the discussion, mm-hmm. so I, that's why I assume. Sure, it's, usually, it's definitely windier usually, right? Yeah. I'm yeah,
2: just th- I'm just thinking of like the swelteringly hot days on the beach where there's like the not, stagnant ones. Yeah, like there's just not one bit of wind. Oh my
4: god, this is so hot! <laughs> I can't take it. I can't even. You probably don't feel the wind. Um, you you feel the wind more like my when you're... <melting>. Uh, case, when you're riding into it.
3: What, what, is, what is the direction most common? It's, you know, when you're... It comes off the shore, well, okay, right? Okay,
4: so, so most common, the wind is coming off the shore. Very uh, rarely do you get a land breeze. Right. When you do have that land breeze, I don't go to the flies. beach because of the flies. Oh, um, really? Oh, my God. That's when they the it brings worst. them in. Yeah, because yeah, it brings
2: okay. them from the bay onto the beach. Oh.
8: And yeah. that's, that's normally a warmer breeze coming from the land, whereas a sea breeze is a cold, cooler breeze because it's coming from the ocean, right? Right. Okay. But it's all a summer breeze
3: right, right? yeah it makes you feel fine, you feel fine. Yeah, that's right. and then sometimes you'll get a little hint of jasmine
0: in your mind I mean it's not really you know but no. so, yeah uh, and the
3: wind is harsher
8: than a breeze right uh yes,
5: yes. Summer breeze right. makes me feel fine jasmine <laughs> in my mind
0: That's my dog. <laughs> well, they're an American group. That's my dog. All right. So let's do the lesson question for today, and we will give away as a prize pair of tickets to the Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions. I got to go with this. What was Top Ramen's ad campaign that rivaled Kraft Mac and Cheeses, Send Us Your Nudes? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. What was Top Ramen's ad campaign that rivaled Kraft Mac and Cheeses? Send us your nudes. 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer and you get through, you just might win. We're going to do the trash. I hit the wrong button.
1: Uh, the trash business is a gold mine. 233-WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, please regale us if yes, you Yes,
3: absolutely. A smoothie-sipping Kourtney Kardashian made quite a scene as an umbrella holder walked alongside her on a rainy New York City street. During a brief misstep, the umbrella holder allowed some rain to get on Kourtney, prompting her to call her umbrella holder smacker. So, uh, it's a second job. Orange is the new black actress, Taryn Manning, saying she'd never want to compete on Dancing with the Stars because it would make her seem like a has-been. Manning says she wouldn't want to risk losing substantive roles like her latest role as a, bl- a blind possum in Nomio and Juliet <laughs> 5. Oh, my God. And finally, rapper Offset, this is unbelievable, taking to Instagram to post a picture of his 2-year-old daughter culture's brand-new, custom-made $8,000 Rolls-Royce car seat. <laughs> Offset says that the money is no object when you want to feel safe drinking and driving. Wow. <laughs>
0: that right? $8,000 car $8, seat. $8,000 kids' car seat. That's insane.
2: That they'll grow out of in, <laughs> in a flash. less yeah. than a year. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, let's even get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, what was Top Ramen's ad campaign that rivaled Kraft Mac and Cheese's? Send us your nudes, two one five two six three 263 wmmr and I will go to Will and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Will, good morning.
10: Hey, good morning, It. All right, good morning, <laughs> it,
0: sir. All right, uh, what was the uh, top Ad campaign that uh, rival Kraft Mac and Cheese's send us
7: your nudes? Uh, send us pics of your gaping butthole.
10: It, yeah, anus,
0: yeah. but yeah, butthole, same thing. They're interchangeable. Yep. You got the gaping part right, yeah. so hang on a second, Will. We're gonna give you a pair of tickets to Bates Motel and Haunted Attractions. Vote at the number one haunt in the country. Your last chance to get half-price tickets is on the deals page
1: at WMMR.com. Now, Preston and Steve's music News on 933 WMR.
5: Uh, yeah!
0: All right, brought to you today by Salis University. Salis University offers some of the fastest-growing and highest-paid health professions in the country, including optometry and audiology. Salis University, the future of health science since 1919. To apply, visit salis.edu. Uh, Black Sabbath guitarist uh, Tony Iommi recently collaborated with Pink Floyd co-founder and drummer Nick Mason. Huh. In an interview posted on Blabbermouth, Iommi said, A few weeks ago, Nick and I recorded a song for a charity album that will raise funds to fight cancer. They asked me to go and provide some riffs for it, and of course, I gladly agreed." Iommi was diagnosed with lymphoma in 2012, shortly after Sabbath announced a reunion tour and album. Underwent treatment throughout the recording of the album and also during the tour, and successfully underwent an operation in 2017 to remove a non-cancerous lump from his throat. Uh, he has said that there's a possibility that Ronnie Wood would be involved in the project too. So we'll see if that ends up happening. Deftones frontman Chino Moreno has started working on new material for his other project called Crosses. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the singer said that guy's excited. Uh, the singer said that he recently unearthed some old ideas when he set up a home studio. He said, now that the Deftones record, Ohms, is done and there's no touring really in the near future, I kind of have time to work on stuff, so I am definitely going to dig in and see where I can go with that. Crosses, which features Moreno as well as far guitar, Shaw Lopez and bassist Chuck Dew, released their debut album in 2014. Oasis and their single, Wonderwall, which was originally released in October of 1995, have reached a huge has reached a huge milestone according to a press release the song has now reached 1 billion streams on Spotify wow. right before its 25th anniversary 1 billion streams so wonderwall is the first 90s song to achieve that feat that's pretty amazing yeah it's pretty uh, pretty big achievement for them Shinedown is currently working on their seventh studio album. Frontman Brent Smith says that the band is nine songs into the writing process. However, it may be a while before we hear any new music. Smith makes it clear that they are only in the demo process at the moment. In the meantime, you can uh, cheer them on in MMR's Rocktober Madness as they beat out Rush. They're doing well. yeah. Celebrate the album's 50th anniversary. The Kinks are releasing a special, multi-format version of Lola vs. Power Man and the Money Ground Part 1, or as most call it, the Lola album. Ray Davies of the Kinks said the album is a celebration of artistic freedom, including my own, and the right for anyone to be uh, gender-free if one wishes. Uh, the secret is to be a good and trusting person and friend. Although it appeared during a transitional period for the Kinks, uh, it contained two hit singles. It got Lola, which reached number nine in the U.S., number two in the U.K. and Germany, becoming the Kinks' biggest success since Sunny Afternoon in 1966. That's a great song. It is a great song. And Ape Man, which peaked at number five in the U.K. and Germany. Uh, the box set compa- uh, campaign also launches with a brand new Ray Davies remix and medley of the Kinks track Anytime, available December 18th. And the Kinks got knocked out. Or did they?
4: No, they're still going. They're they beat the Ramones, so they're going okay. up against Bruce. I thought they oh, might They're yeah. on
0: Bruce. We'll see how that goes. And one last thing, I mentioned this earlier this morning. Fleetwood Mac's 1977 classic "Dreams" has been heard more than 230 million times in the last two weeks across streaming services, social media, and radio. The classic track exploded when a feel-good video of Idaho resident Nathan Apodaca. Lip syncing Stevie Nicks' vocals took over social media. Uh, the TikTok video ignited a dreams challenge with people all over the world making their own version of the video across social platforms. Even band members Mick Fleetwood and Stevie Nicks. Got into the uh, in on the global event by marking their own versions of his video. Did you see Stevie Nicks doing those tricks on the vert ramp? Uh, no, I did yeah. not. I did see her in a pair of roller skates, but I don't know what she does on them. I haven't actually watched the video yet.
8: She just sings a little bit of dreams and uh, has the ocean spray bottle in the background, so it's her little nod. But she the... doesn't actually skate. Nope, she them on. Stays uh, seated the whole time.
0: Okay. Uh, so the viral phenomenon also has positive uh, people positively or discovering... Re- I'm going to start over again. Okay. The viral phenomenon... F- I quit. The viral phenomenon. Mm-hmm. All right. Gotcha. That thing has yeah. people revisiting or discovering Fleetwood Mac's back catalog... With The Chain and Landslide, both now on the Spotify U.S. chart and across all streaming services, Fleetwood Mac songs are up 68%. So God, they have such so sensational
3: songs. That is a
0: good thing. Yeah, The Chain is a, oh my it's God. a masterpiece. That's yeah. a big
8: bump from uh, Guardians 2, right? It the, did. The yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: All
0: right, there you go. That's your music news. Let's take a break, come back in a second, get the
1: letter of the day, wrap this thing up. We'll be back in just a moment. Acme Markets proudly supports Preston & Steve's Camp Out for Hunger beginning Monday, November 16th at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. More this year than most. We really need your help to make Camp Out a success. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme during October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes right to fill abundance to purchase food that's a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first.
0: ACDC on MMR. I'm calling it. I think they win Rocktober Madness. You thinking so? I'm just feeling that vibe. They have new music out. We sort of, we
3: didn't bet with our you know, our likes and dislikes as much as we bet competitively or at least picked competitively with the hopes of winning this thing. Not that it's a competition, but yeah, it sort of is.
0: Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we, we have the audience in mind. Right. Wh- what we thought people might Would be choose. doing. So, so, so uh, I think it's going to come down to ACDC and Tom Petty.
3: Yeah, it very well could be. Though I, again, shine down a uh, rabid fan
0: base and a proactive fan base. We'll see. And the reason I think that uh, Tom Petty might not win against ACDC, uh, even though they're both formidable song-wise, yeah. uh, because I, I don't think we'll see any sympathy because uh, they gave Eddie Van Halen no sympathy. You know what
3: happens also, though? It's the songs that are played, again, I think that last True. push that are played at that last moment, say it's a sunny day or you look out the window and it's, you're feeling a special mood and you're hearing the songs back-to-back and you have that last-minute reflection and you say, you know what, okay, I'm going with this artist. And it could happen, it can turn on a dime like that.
0: I'd say if I were, the last song I would play from ACDC would probably be for those about to rock. Yeah. You know, I did it's a... It's hard uh, to beat that one.
3: The, the song we just played, you remember the video for it? The You know, there's the girl in the uh, the video. I checked up, you know, because everyone's, oh, yeah, who was that girl? Sure. At that time in London, she was a famous page three girl. Okay. You know, like Samantha Fox was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they were all... There was a thing, I guess, I don't know if the paper still does it, but they would actually have a, yeah. occasionally a nude woman on yeah, the third page. Yeah, topless. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think she... Didn't she end up on, like, a mechanical bull in that video? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember Which, um, that. Everyone, of course, has in their apartment. I remember yeah. that video well. All right. I want to thank uh, Carrie Filer Bender and Rob yeah. Reichard from the Philadelphia AIDS Walk for coming on this morning. It is happening on Sunday. It will be a virtual walk, meaning uh, you. It starts at eight a.m. And of course, you want to. You can. You can sign up online via AIDSwalkphilly.org, dot org. But they would like for you to participate at home and just go out. And walk on your own. So it's going to be easy to do. You can make the donation register and the whole thing. Pierre Robert, who just made it in here, will be there for the 34th year in a row as part of this whole thing. If you can get your computer to work. Where will I be, though? You'll be at home. Oh, you'll be on the holodeck. I'll be on the holodeck. Yeah, marvelous. Mm. So, thank you to those guys. And thank you to Steve Byrne. Yeah! Love him. He's got a movie out. It's essentially about his life in stand-up or his getting started in stand-up. Uh, and it's called Opening Act. And it is available on demand, Apple, iTunes, Amazon, etc. Uh, starting tomorrow. Watch it. He's a great guy. And it's got a great score so far. Yeah, absolutely. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes.
3: Produced yep. by Vince Vaughn and Peter Billingsley. So, it's got some good uh, some good stuff behind it.
0: Most definitely. How are you doing, man? Fine, thank you. Excellent. Why don't we get the letter from you?
1: Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter.
1: Oh, as in
0: October. All right. And we are going to give away tomorrow a $400 Resorts Casino Hotel gift card. Uh, Resorts Casino Hotel is using the most advanced air purifying technology to ensure that your gaming exp- gaming experience is fun and exciting and worry-free. Uh, room rates starting at $69. You can book your stay by visiting resortsac.com. Gambling problem? Call
7: 1-800-GAMBLER. What's shaking today, man? Well, we've got some fine competitions. We will have the Offspring against Sublime uh, at 1130. And... Um I'm still reminded of Sublime versus Bon Jovi. As I mentioned yesterday, (laughs) the guy called up from Stony Brook Lane offering a free pot to people who voted for Sublime. Now, it was not true then, and it won't be true today, even if that guy calls back. However, uh, we'll see what happens with The Offspring versus Sublime. That's at 11.30. 1.30 is your Aussie against Queen. Jackson at 3.30 with Green Day against Pink Floyd. And at 5.30 with The Doors versus Iron Maiden. <laughs> and um, so that's what's happening with that. I'll have Workforce Blocks of Rancid and David Bowie and 6 a.m. Motley crew hmm. So it'll be fun.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Pierre. And I want to thank our sponsors, Preston Steve. shows brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors, also by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show. Uh, tomorrow on the program, oh, Bert Kreischer checking in about his new show, The Cabin, right? People are yeah. loving this show. A lot of people have uh, had, uh, on social media have gotten in touch with me to say, yeah, it's, it's just great. I'm going to check it out. Nice. So we'll spend time with Bert and whatever else we want to do. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we shall see you tomorrow, friend. The Preston and Steve love you line.
10: I just want to bitch about something. It's absolutely gorgeous outside, picture perfect day, and there's not a swinging doing anything. Come on, people, can you get off of your phones and go outside and do something?
11: Next message.
10: Hey, Philadelphia, listen to the Preston and Steve show, and you too can get this free gift of Mickey Rourke's thing mickey croak out songs great hits like like right? well we have no idea because we can't understand a goddamn word he's saying next message here's an idea instead of complaining about how slow people drive why don't you adjust your schedule maybe leave a little bit earlier so you have to drive some
4: f-